0: I just this? was, I, no, I mean, I was looking at Japanese soccer and I was think I didn't, I just didn't mean to place it. I was like, I, I might bite on this, but I didn't mean to actually bet on it at the time because I was inebriated. So kind of how I wound up with this shirt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what yeah. shirt? I don't... Oh, <laughs> yeah. The check out my podcast, Blart Holio shirt. Yeah.
2: And he doesn't know that story. Were you going to retell that story for him? Oh, sure.
1: Let's retell the story. Um. They Ian told us about a link to Do you whatever. always click on
2: everything that Ian tells you?
1: No, we, we <laughs> I, we think I think most people f- do. A few of us looked it up to see if it was real. <laughs> That's usually why it was people real do it. And it was a joke and then at, like after the podcast we were talking about it again and somebody like was like I wonder how long shipping is or something. Something came up about the shipping. I was like, "Oh, let me just click through a few times to find out." And by the time I was done clicking, before I could see the shipping, I had already paid. <laughs> and I wound up with this fucking, is this aerial text? I don't even know the type of text. Like, it's... It's Helvec- Helvetica. Helvetica. That's <laughs> Helvetica. Yeah, he, he, he basically eh. just typed in some text for the front of the shirt and typed in some yeah. text for the back of the shirt in blue on the back. Yes. It says Blart Holio in blue on the back.
3: Um, because,
0: as you know, the colors or theme colors for the Blartolio podcast—they're blue and white. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so it's well established as everyone knows. Yeah,
0: they're Molkov colors. That's you
3: <laughs> know. it's in the sick, it's sick in the branding. war. Yeah,
0: if you go back to that episode, I specifically said that. So
4: don't go back to that episode.
1: I, I just figured, <laughs> fuck it. It's thirty bucks down the drain. It was. <sighs> Was it a thirty dollar T shirt? Holy shit. <laughs> th- yes! <guess. laughs> and then of course Ian got oh half that. Oh my fat. god! And look at Ian just, he got a notification like... afterwards because they didn't believe me. <laughs> you fed like five
4: Chinese families just now, <laughs> like families just now. <laughs> <laughs> for this. And for this,
2: the... yeah. yeah. And then Ian it's... immediately changed the description of the shirt to bestseller. <laughs> 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 That's
3: amazing. <laughs> the biggest rob that I think we've ever had on. On this project, on this show, at least that I've been around for, was the fact that we had stopped recording after yeah. that episode <laughs> and missed all oh. that. It was, yeah, it was easily my favorite, like top five things that have ever happened. And for as some reason, part of this,
2: I forget what I did with the backup recording, but that fucked up too. So I couldn't even save that to oh, use no. it because I was planning on using it for something. Oh, like that could have been a whole episode. Audio. Yeah,
1: I mean it. it it's a shame.
2: So now you gotta accidentally do it when we
0: record and give me another like 30 bucks.
2: it's Brian here. So I'm, I'm giving you an added intro uh, for the audio edition of the 200th episode. I just want to get a few things out of the way before you, you dove into this one. So first, uh, and you'll hear me say this multiple times during the episode we recorded, thank you for giving this a listen. Thank you for checking out the podcast over the years. Uh, honestly, I mean, this is basically something for me to share with my friends. And even five years in, that's really all this is. Uh, our audience isn't huge. I think our audience size is estimated to be around 20 people, according to the stats that I see. Uh, so I'm definitely not doing this for any type of recognition. Uh, but for those of you that have stuck around and listened for a while, you know, hit us up on Facebook here and there. Or hell, even if this is the second episode you decided to listen to, a honest thank you from me and the guys and everybody that's been on the show before. I I still surprise myself that I've kept this hobby alive for five years. Uh, It's just a fun thing to do with some of my friends a couple times a month. So the fact that really anyone at all uh, wants to listen to us and enjoys our conversation, it's it's a cool thought for me. Um, Also, I guess I just wanted to remind everyone that the episode you're about to hear is something we did live on Twitch. Uh, And for the next month or so, it will still be available there. So if you want to actually watch the show that we did at the time... Go to Twitch. Uh, I don't know if it's Twitch.com or Twitch.tv, but go Google Twitch. You can search for my name Jedi Bry Guy, or go to Twitch.tv slash Jedi Bry Guy. Uh, you can find the episode there. It's somewhere in my my past videos. Uh, I also linked it on Facebook and Twitter uh, a few times, so you can if you're following us one of there, one of those places you can you can find it there. Um, Honestly, we all had a lot of fun, I think, doing it on Twitch. Uh, A few people already gave me some positive feedback with it, so I'm sure it'll be something we try to do again here and there. You know, I guess just fair warning. If you do watch the broadcast, if you go to Twitch and and catch up on it after the fact, um, just skip some of the beginning. We had some audio issues right at the start, uh, so it it takes a bit before we sort of get up and running. Um, So, you know, you're not missing anything at the beginning if you skip around. Uh, If you do end up checking out the broadcast, and if you... Or if you watched it live, I guess. Uh, feel free to give us some feedback. Let us know what you thought. Listening back, I think there was there's still some audio issues to figure it out. Uh, it seemed like I... Well, at least when I watched it, that I was almost like a full second ahead of everyone. So there's a there's a trivia section where, where I'm asking questions to the guys, they're giving me answers. Uh it's it's timed, it seems like where I'm shutting down trivia answers just as soon as they're given. So, I mean that's cleaned up for the for the audio version. So what you will listen to will be will be cleaner. It will it will be timed correctly. Uh, but the, for whatever reason, the, the way we set up the Twitch feed seems like it was off a little bit. So that, that kind of bugs me. Uh, it's a little, I guess, peek behind a curtain if you watch the video. It, 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 stuff like that irritates me. It's, it's something that should be working. Everything we thought we tested worked. Uh, but as a first time out, I mean, the video stuff worked. Um, just, yeah, something with the, the lag, I guess, there between inputs and how everyone's coming together. We're doing it, you know, over Skype and then Skype has to go through Streamlabs and then Streamlabs is going through Twitch. So there's a, whole line of stuff that seems to happen and if it's you know ha doesn't happen on time it it shows i guess uh i mean i, I did talk to a couple of people that watched it live <clears throat> excuse me they didn't uh seem to notice the the lag as much as i did so maybe it's maybe it's just me maybe i'm pointing out something that that really wouldn't bother too many people but it bothered me so but any anyway, i'm i'm rambling already again uh one thing i guess i i also want to say that since we did this live, uh, you're going to hear us talk to people that aren't on the episode or refer to things that you can't see. Uh, doing it live, anyone that is currently watching can talk to us in a chat room through Twitch. Uh, so when we get to some of the trivia questions, I'm, I'm trying to field some of the answers from chat also. Uh, and we go through some pictures, which, you know, w- whenever this episode comes up, I can, I can try to just throw out the pictures that we we went through. Um, just to put them on, I'll put them on the Facebook page or something, just so they're there for a visual reference, uh, for anyone that wants to just listen to the audio podcast, doesn't want to go to Twitch. I will at least present the stuff to you. So you sort of have an idea of what we talked about at any given time. Uh, another thing that I probably should have guessed for the for this episode is that we went really long, like almost four hours long. And surprisingly, a lot of the people that stuck around on Twitch watched for the whole thing. Uh, so that was, that was already, that was like, holy shit, these guys, Either they just left it out and walked away, or I'm kind of hoping that you know they actually enjoyed the show enough to just stick around and and watch it for four hours. We we started somewhere around seven. We tried to go live. We shut off and quit almost right before eleven o'clock. Right around eleven o'clock. So it was it was long. Um. So you know anybody that stuck around that long, I I salute you. That was that was amazing. I I love the support like that. Um. And I know, you know, just from an audio, if you're listening to it after the fact, like an audio podcast, four hours seems very, very daunting. Um, hell, I think, you know, people shy away from episodes that are probably longer than an hour. Uh, and I've always hated chopping up episodes into pieces. I'd rather give you the whole thing and you can sort of just chip away at it, like at your, at your leisure. That's always been my mentality. Uh, lately, I've been trying to keep the episodes that we've done on, on the show under two hours. Uh, when we can hopefully give people more incentive to listen if it's, if it's shorter. I didn't do that for this one. It was, it was a milestone episode. I even told the guys before, if we go long, we go long. I still did not expect almost four hours. I was ballparking around three. Uh, So because what we ended up with exceeded even my own expectations, uh, I decided that I will cut this up into two pieces, hopefully make it a little bit more manageable for anybody just coming to it and listening to it later. Um, And I, you know, I, I never realize how much I ramble until I have to do one of these intros that I insert uh, later into the episode. Um, so I think I've probably wasted your time long enough. Uh, hopefully I've covered everything I wanted to. Uh, we'll just get into it, shall we? Uh, enjoy part one of our 200th episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bry Guy into Super Friends. This is our 200th episode and first live recording. Pause for effect. I'm your host Brian Labick, joining me for this special episode starting with the only warning I take seriously, andy spoiler alert stalls. What's up pop 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 podcast people? Uh the author of fantastic movies and where to find them, Josh Zorch. That may have been your best yet.
3: You should also <laughs> yeah, like trademark that and these. start doing it before somebody else steals it. <laughs> I am I am outsourcing these. And also I I I will actually rip off a um, a, a a respectable enough Adam Sandler movie to respond that now this now that we're in the visual world to say uh, I'm sorry I'm not better looking. <laughs> uh, next up, he's too late for the 3080, too slow for the
2: PS5, but just right for the Xbox Series X. Mike Bradley. So we just had to relive my pain from the past week. Is what <laughs> you're saying? <laughs> it, it was
1: a painful week for anybody trying to pre-order any of these new consoles or any next-gen hardware at all, and uh. Yeah, the, the pain continues. The PS5 pre-orders are nowhere to be seen. The 380s are crashing on people. So now you don't oh, even to... Oh, maybe it's a wanna... good time you didn't get one. Well, the, the Founders Edition ones aren't, but the other ones are crashing on people. And the Xbox was not that bad to get. You know, well, it wasn't too bad. But, yeah, there's that. You sure you got the right one? Yes, I did not <laughs> order a 1X. That was <laughs> fucking hilarious to see 700% sales increase on the Xbox It was bound 1X. to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's one word that's different, and it's... Like, it was dumb.
2: And finally, uh, someone who's struggling through No Simp September, Ian the Simp Maker, Ian Leiding.
0: What's up, guys? Go to teespring.com forward slash LeroyExports.
2: That was a quick plug. I, I really expected more from you. Yeah, yeah. yeah
0: I can, I, <laughs> on the live show, I'm trying to watch my words so I don't get canceled. <laughs> you get a word
1: count. So you don't get canceled. You can't get canceled.
0: You, you should see some of the things I say when it's live. half the show is edited out because brian cuts a lot of the things i say that's true That's very true
2: uh all right so welcome everybody welcome to anyone currently checking us out on twitch uh this is a little whole new world for the podcast which we're still learning as of you know the beginning too we couldn't get the audio figured out uh there's a lot of potential for this but uh we'll see where it goes it could go off the rails very very quickly um but again honestly just Thank you for listening. Uh, if you're tuning in live as we're doing this, uh, you know, just thanks for giving us a shot. Uh, it's a big deal for us. Uh, we don't have a large listener base. Uh, it's a fun hobby that's given it, giving us an excuse to get together for five years now, talk about the stuff that excites us. Um, Mike really has been trying to get me to do this for months. I, I years. kept shutting him down. Years, probably, yeah. Uh, I finally finally gave in for the Milestone, so we'll see where it goes. If it goes well and you know everybody seems to like it, we'll see if we can find more excuses to do this. Um, and I, I feel like I bring this up on every Milestone episode we do, but I'm feeling nostalgic. So I'll ask again, does everyone remember what episode you first appeared on on the podcast?
3: This is always easiest for me every time you bring it up <laughs> because I was on number one. Yeah, that was ba- way back in March of 2015. Uh, was... when we were just fresh young pups. Yeah. Anybody
2: else, Ian? You remember when you were I first don't know episode? the
0: number, but I know we talked about video games.
2: That was not that that what? was not the first episode you were on. What
0: the... what the fuck did I do with my life?
2: With <laughs> <laughs> living a lie. I mean, I'm sure we have talked about video games on episodes before, but that was not your first one. The hell was it? Uh it was in April of 2015 if that helps. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was episode six, and it was the Force Awakens trailer. Ha! Huh. Oh, <laughs> not that's, no bad. that's the one that went on for like four hours. It It could have been. Yes.
0: And I and I thought all podcasts were four hours long.
4: <laughs>
3: we I set the precedent. I, that was the bar. I was just going to say, I don't, I don't think I realized that that precedent had been set that early in the show. <laughs> <laughs> that was when we didn't really know
2: what we were – I mean, we still don't know what we're doing 200 episodes later, but still. I think – I think we so episode talked about six. We yeah.
0: literally broke it down frame by frame. <laughs> it was yeah. it
4: was that kind of. I think we talked trailer. about yeah. like twenty-eight different time stamps <laughs> that Brian wrote down. So, on this time stamp, you see this. What do you think that is? Yeah, uh, notice we, we haven't done that like ever like again. So twenty-five <laughs> minutes, we would talk about one time stamp.
0: He's like, do you see the lighting here? Do you think
2: that means anything? We <laughs> talked for probably forty-five <laughs> minutes on Ray's stick, which it was nothing. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that
3: that could be like a companion memoir to the entire recent Star Wars trilogy. Race true. Stick. It yeah. meant nothing. <laughs> For, 45 minutes on You know what, stick. though? In
1: the end, it did mean something. At the very, very end, they turned it into a lightsaber. Once they do that, yeah. Yeah,
3: once
2: they but cut up, to that up and point, into nothing that it was. Yeah, no, it was, meaning, not, it was
1: nothing so anything far. that you thought it was. What? Oh
2: yeah, we had this whole elaborate plan, or maybe I just had this whole elaborate plan that it was part of da- Darth Plagueis, and it was this whole Sith origin thing. It was, it was all fucking, it was a mess. Um, <laughs> Andy, fair, you do you, you remember when you started?
4: I do not actually remember when I started.
2: Uh, July twenty okay. fifteen. Okay. Oh, beat you, sucker! It was uh, <laughs> San Diego Comic Con, one of the San Diego Comic Con episodes we did. Okay. Uh, Mike, do you remember when you started?
1: Uh, I'll guess at the date. I know it was episode 66? Pretty damn close. 68? 68. 68. Oh, 68. Oh, fuck! Why it, what was 68? it was 69? It was 66 or 68. <laughs> we talked about Snoke theories. I know that.
2: Yes.
3: October of 16? Oh, very good. Yes, October 2016. There you go. So wait, I I forgot that tidbit of lore as well your first episode was with brian and ian yeah about yeah. the snoke episode uh theories yeah. mm-hmm.
0: that was prime oh, ian Jesus. before he got banned from the show yeah <laughs> <laughs> that, that was... we had to
3: take it we had to take a hiatus from a-
2: ian for a little while there <laughs> that was that was um... like
0: oh you know, classic like come stories
1: <laughs> well yeah we had that and we had the googly eyes and and there was hut <laughs> consent laws, I remember we talked about. Yes, that was the thing that came uh, out of that one. I
4: I missed that podcast. I wish I was
0: on that <laughs> Yeah, they I, I never got brought up in the movies, which I thought was weird. I know. Like, the stick and hut <laughs> consent laws.
1: Well, see, like, <laughs> earlier today, I, I was seeing something about, like, I think it was IGN posted, so, like, like, what kind of Star Wars game would you want to see? You know, if you could have any Star Wars game, what would you want it to be? And I'm thinking to myself, like, I just want a game where you can literally do anything in the universe, like, be a, a hut you know vying for control of the outer rim and then I thought to myself in creating consent laws because <laughs> you, you have to do that kind of thing if you're going to control a section of the outer rim you have to decide what your consent laws are you have to have something on the records right so there's this game called
0: stellaris where it's made by paradox <laughs> where you basically it's a 4X game and you ba- you bake an alien race essentially and try and control the galaxy so I now got to look and see if I can get some Hut-like race so I can <laughs> craft consent loss for my <laughs> galaxy to expand the universe. Is that Stellaris Age of Wonder or something like that? No, it's just Stellaris. I don't know if that has... It has expansions, but I know Age of Wonder is a different game.
2: Oh, okay. So what kills me about thinking back to that Star Wars theory episode is that we shit on the bed of the whole theory that Rey is a Palpatine. And, did you, did you and we didn't talk about how he's just going to get killed. Well, the the reasoning was the whole thing for the theory was they were they were tracing it back to her connection to him based on the way she poked it, uh, Kylo with her lightsaber when they fought the first time. I was like, "There's no fucking way you can <laughs> use that as the basis as to why she's a Palpatine." And then turns out she is. So I would still we were all call that wrong.
1: reason bullshit for the theory. Okay, fair. I would yes. still call that a bullshit reason to have the theory. Sure, maybe the but the, the conclusion of the theory may have been correct, but.
4: But it's excellent foreshadowing. Excellent, True, yeah. excellent foreshadowing,
1: <laughs> shitty storytelling, however you want to look at it. Um, no, <laughs> come on. No. No, foreshadowing is good storytelling. <laughs> I even guess, by the way,
4: didn't...
2: spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. you where's the alert?
3: What the resolution was going to be for that to foreshadow at the mm-hmm. time you did it?
2: Well. which we, Which we didn't. No way in hell. Had she knew. turned no, I mean, the writers, evil and actually been didn't. evil, I'd have been 100%
1: right. behind it. Well,
4: what yeah. Abrams was what uh, seven and then nine, right? Yeah. So he yeah. might have known.
1: He wasn't scheduled to be nine though.
2: I, so we're already—we didn't even get through the intro, and we are already off topic here. <laughs> we started talking about Star Wars. This happens every fucking time. We we mention Star Wars, and we just but go. Is a Star Wars episode? <laughs> <laughs> um all right so i also at least want to shout out to everybody else that has been on previous episodes i'm not going to name you all you know who you are thank you for being part of the show i can't do this again with every all these guys here i can't do it with everybody that's been a part of the show in the past 200 is a huge milestone to hit i can't do it by myself i needed help from my friends so that's that's what helped me get there so again thank you everybody watching thank you everybody that's been a part of the show it it means the world to me it's great
0: and I also appreciate the fabulous gift of a new car you're giving all of us for being. That on is this nowhere,
2: episode. nowhere near happening. I, it's like, it's like As you all know, that is yeah. I, I thought I went,
1: Pontiac Grand Prix was in this.
2: So,
4: just... well, Brian, you know, I'm not going to be greedy like the other guys. I'll take a smart car. It's fine. <laughs> 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 this
2: is this is all right. So this is the side story. We we have links in the chat for the the two stores that we have up for for merchandise. Mike is wearing one of the shirts from one of those sites. Which means Ian has now made more money from this show than I have in five well, years. Well, I mean, you're at net losses
1: because for a long time you were, you were like
2: paying to put the podcast up on iTunes. That's true. Try- I'm in the hole probably a couple hundred dollars from hosting the podcast on a website for three years that cost me money. not to mention all the equipment that we've bought? You know, That's then? also true. You know? Probably a lot more than a $25 t-shirt.
5: <laughs>
2: oh. So you know that puts this whole thing into perspective here. You all, you guys aren't getting shit. So, I'm not trying so to we got bubbles. Wait, hold it's on. not happening. So what we need to do
1: is each create our own t-shirt sites, and then we can just go around the horn and buy from each other, and then we've all technically made more than you have. True. <laughs> yeah. It so is incestuous like a shirt store scheme. Yeah, just <laughs> keep cycling around, so we get free fifteen dollars shirt. Well, not free. But we get half price shirts. You know. But yes, check out um, my podcast. Is uh the on the front <laughs> of this shirt here? It was an accidental purchase. Ian, thank you for making it. Of course, um, Blart Holio I do it for the fans. is on the back. If you have questions about Blart Holio, just feel free to ask Ian. Um, I do have a wants. podcast. I really about hope that the pops Hole up on the screen as a question over his name. I hope that actually like comes onto the Twitch stream. I don't know it if it's have... going to. <laughs> it wouldn't be up there yet. <laughs>
0: We're we just gonna stare at it until. I'm just, just just to it. I'm just wondering.
1: I'm just wondering.
2: Ah, come on, guys. <laughs> I, I, I think you're good. I didn't see it. Um. All right. So just to to be a little bit nostalgic, also, any any favorite episodes you guys have been a part of that we've done over the last five years?
4: Yeah, actually, I have. my My favorite episode is when we started the uh, Rumble Double Jammer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When we did that and we did the, what was it? All the Bonds together in one one thing and we really like,
2: tried to hash that. What was that? Episode 150? The bo- uh, oh, uh, We I were like debating that. James Bond and stuff. That was one. We, it was a milestone one. It might have been 100? No, I thought 100 was. I think 100 was, think 100 was mostly a
3: clip
4: show. Because well,
0: 150 yeah, was the yeah. game show, so I don't think we talked Bonds in that.
2: Because I know which, which it, was, it was definitely a play. it was a time the we got together at my house. We I did know, that didn't. We did that here together. Yeah,
4: you. we did it at your house. You had just gotten it. Yeah.
2: yeah that was one of I'm, my favorites. I'm I ballpark thought that was so much fun. In, I'd ballpark 100. Yeah. Because I think, I think we did clips for that one, too. I think it was a little bit of both. We did clips and we talked about yeah. other random shit for that one. Which is always tough because
0: when I go back to listen to myself, I have to skip through to when the clips of the end play.
1: <laughs> 100, we were sitting around your dining room table. And for 150, yes. there was too many of us, so we were sitting all around the living room.
2: Okay. If that right. helps you remember. Yes. It. So. Yes. Also, by the
1: so way, just to bring this back have... up, you said the Rumble Dumble jam. So those of you that don't know, Rumble Dumble is the result of having a baby with an earthquake. Just in case anybody was wondering, we defined that at one time <laughs> on the show. That's right, we did. We'll just bring Wait, that you back guys did around. That help me. <laughs> I, I created this monster you just <laughs> give it a beating without me no that's that's the actual urban dictionary definition is having a baby with an earthquake
0: <laughs> i'm gonna have to write to them uh, I, I'm just,
1: <laughs> I, i'll link it in chat for everybody that does not believe me um I, i'll just i'll link it right in there because we did not know this uh when we did it when so, go to urban dictionary um, there, and see that rumble double. It's
4: jam. been a really long time since we actually had a rumble double jammer. So, I, I feel like
1: we need to get a rumble double jammer going. <laughs>
2: you just yes. want to say that like three more times, don't you? Rumble
1: double jammer. Rumble <laughs> double jammer.
4: Rumble <laughs>
2: double jammer. We,
1: we actually did one for Star Wars Day on my brief what four episode podcast that I did back then. You had a podcast? Yeah, we did. We did a live <laughs> podcast kind of thing. But we we for Star Wars Who day was we on did the Star Wars one. That was me, you, and Brian. Like,
0: huh? I don't remember being on that show.
1: Oh, well, that's weird. <laughs> you
2: blacked out. Must have been drunk. Oh yeah, you
3: gonna answer him finally, Brian? I'm trying. <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> well, I will say as a side note, I've never been a part of a Rubble Double Jammers episode, but I'm never. I oh. haven't yet. But honestly, oh, the I'm best. okay with it because they are probably my absolute favorite to listen to. And I can tell that everybody else who participates in those is way better at it than me.
0: It's weird, because it gets real serious, and I get upset, and I try not to show it, but I'm like, legit no, upset when people are disagreeing with me about yeah, why this Ewok disagree. sucks.
4: That's, that's what makes it so awesome, because well, you're just like you're, you're like, you're like, no, no, that, that's not right. You know? and that,
1: you yell you. That's when I still, I think I still have pinned to my page as you going off about the Ewoks. <laughs> I still have that page uh, on my channel when you y- uh, like a three minute diatribe about Ewoks and how they're disgusting beings. Uh, yeah,
0: that's a, actually a copy-paste about koala bears, but I just <laughs> replaced Ewoks
1: with koala bears. <laughs> Nonetheless, it, it, it still is. Which exists. is why I
0: describe Ewoks as eating eucalyptus leaves, even though there are zero eucalyptus plants on the forest moon Endor.
2: I'm, I'm gonna have to look yeah, that up on Wikipedia of... to find out for sure. <laughs>
0: I wrote that page. Don't worry, I know.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I think everybody else went around. Ian, did you have a favorite episode, either either you've listened to or been a part of? Well, I do like the
0: clip shows a lot because everyone always says how smart and funny and witty I am.
2: So those are always
0: <laughs> those are always re-listens I do when I'm drinking. I'm like, man, Ian, you're the best fucking person on this
3: planet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, going, going on an ego trip
3: when you're already imbibing <laughs> is probably the best thing to do.
0: It really, it really brings up my day. Um, I guess outside of how amazing and special I am, though, I do always enjoy our video game episodes, as that's probably the topic I'm most familiar with. Even when I'm not on, I always like to hear... Especially because a lot of people, like, appear on them, like, Andy, like games or identify, like, what they like about stuff differently than I do. So it helps me think, like, about trying more, especially, like, the indie games with the weird colors. And that always is helpful for me to, like, try and actually expand my horizon. The weird colors? Um, Obviously, huh? Oh, I'm colorblind. So it helps to have other people describe colors and how good they look. Oh, okay. (laughs) And then... Obviously, any episode with um Harry Potter, I gotta listen to because that's Josh has an encyclopedical knowledge about it that he proved on the fucking Jeopardy thing we did last time where <laughs> they made a category for Harry Potter, but it should have been called Josh wins Jeopardy. <laughs>
1: hey, that... I got <laughs> one of those answers right. Um, again, was that, the that I never saw the light of day? Like it's yeah. Was that the one we lost? Yeah, that's the one we lost because we we had, people we had didn't some record. issues
2: for. Yeah, one of those. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, I think we did lose one of the game show ones. Yeah, I don't remember if it was that Jeopardy one. I thought we put one up at some point, but
1: no, it was the live one. Yeah,
2: definitely one we tried to record. What did not work. Yeah, it was definitely a
1: live one because we had so many mics plugged in. And, and two of them were not on. Yeah, two of them were not on. <laughs> so that while was on we me. And
0: uh I mean, so there's that, and then obviously I had that great run about googly eyes for like a good six months. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Where I think a couple people seriously believed that I had a vast storage of googly eyes somewhere
1: <laughs> in my house. That that is Brag Eye Friends like lore that people need to go back and listen to to find out all about the googly eyes. So they know what we're talking yeah. about.
0: And then of course I mean, I've also always enjoyed the um virgin episodes because it's nice to get someone i'm like there's no exposure to stuff i probably could have phrased that better but
2: hey, i really enjoy your Virgin. Episodes. i've never seen that one you've never seen that yeah. Right? yeah that that's fair um andy i did answer your question check your phone i did i yeah okay. uh-huh. tell me though try- in case i need
4: I'm to try- know i'm trying my best i'm trying my best how, um, how, about, how about you Brian?
3: It- when, when do you most enjoy this job uh, I mean, a lot of it, most of it I, I enjoy
2: doing, just getting you guys together and talk about it, but episode formats or anything that I like the best, I, I'd i like the top 10 ones we do for anticipated favorite movies and stuff for the year. I always like doing those. Um, I've, I've been having a surprising amount of fun with the rewind theater ones we've been doing recently. Yeah, that's given me an excuse to watch stuff that one I don't want to, and two <laughs> that I hadn't seen yet. So that's that. Wheels been it's so not nice. given a good so far, review yet. How are you enjoying it? I cannot wait to watch you know, Master Boy. I can't wait. Even some of the bad movies are still good, right? Like there's there's stuff to find there that's worth talking about. And at the very least, it, it's content for us, even if we shit on a movie for two hours. That's, and I just want to bring up: I'm us. still
0: upset that Josh gave a similar score to Venom as he did Bloodshot, <laughs> which was clearly a much worse movie. <laughs>
3: Well, again, so I guess so we, in theory, have a very long run ahead of us in, in this Rewind Theater idea, and I'm glad that already at, what, episode three, that I've uh, something has been established that will probably be called back to every other episode as some kind of yeah. benchmark thing now. You should have
1: just given Venom a six so you could score a bunch of stuff under it, and it's just right there, and I don't know what I gave Venom, but it... We're going to hear about you it. Gave
0: it. You gave it a higher score than Bloodshot, which was the important part. <laughs>
5: True.
0: I spent an hour trying to explain during that review specifically why Bloodshot was a worse movie, just to avoid this. Yep. I think that's why I talked so much about Bloodshot, is I was worried that someone would would shame me by giving it a higher score than Venom.
3: Well, we got a we got a lot ahead of us on that, so I'm uh, looking forward to how much I can disappoint you further. <laughs> I can't wait to get. I feel Astro like Astro Boy eight, Boy's going to be the next like one. A yeah. nine, and see how he explodes <laughs> about
1: Venom. Yeah,
0: but then again, I last. might give Astro Boy a ten. So we'll yeah, see. I don't know. Yeah, I've never
3: well, seen it. I have no idea what to go on with Astro. It Boy. could be very enjoyable. Like who knows? It could be like if you had never seen The Incredibles. And, like, all of a sudden, in, like, 2020, someone's like, here, watch The Incredibles. I kind of feel
1: like Astro Boy would be a bigger deal than it is if it was as good as The Incredibles. I'm just saying. Don't it know. might be a big deal in Japan still.
3: <laughs> I think, we, like, we all agreed, like, none of us have seen it ever, so who knows? True, yeah. Uh, Brian, I did think of one thing. I think it hasn't happened yet, but I'm already going to pin that I think one of my kind of more favorite episodes to at least do will be the one that we... Do eventually soon for cabin in the woods oh yeah yeah
2: i know you've been you've been holding out hope for that one for months
3: you're doing a creepy movie one
2: it's it's the it's the deal that josh and i had made for the never seen that stuff josh has agreed to watch fast and furious if i watch some scary movies so he is handpicking me some scary movies to watch the next one up for us is cabin in the woods and the next one for him is fast five
4: so, just, you know, real quick, I just watched it uh last weekend. I watched The Quiet Place. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it.
3: Yeah. Yes, we we floated that uh, that is another possibility for Brian cuz it's extremely it it's 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 doable in that realm for someone who doesn't like horror yeah. per se. It's it's just a very good thriller. So, yeah, we've yeah. floated that one as I- a backup too.
4: I'm not a I'm not a horror fan and I I loved The Quiet Place. Like loved it. I cannot wait for the sequel. And okay.
2: Well, you're selling me on it a little bit. So maybe Josh and I can talk yeah. figure out
3: John Krasinski? Awesome. So awesome in that movie. So, but since we're coming up on Halloween, Brian, we are going to do Cabin in the Woods first. We're not going well, to skip it speaking to do Quiet Place. Of Halloween yeah. I'm going
1: to give myself a plug. I will be back to streaming for October. We're going to do all horror the month games of October? All month long.
2: No, nice. Uh, we're gonna start off. I think heard it with... it, that's a scoop. You've heard it here first. I know. I'm thinking <laughs> I'm gonna news. start off with uh,
1: Resident Evil Seven, and we're gonna go into that one. Have
2: you played that one yet? No. Okay. I also have
0: an announcement. I am also gonna start streaming as a VTuber. My schedule will <laughs> identically match
2: Bradley's. But we will always be going head to head. I I accept that challenge. <laughs> All right, so for the show at hand, uh so one thing we can do over Twitch while we broadcast is we actually have a prize we're going to try to give away. Uh so Ian designed a few shirts basically as a joke, uh but <laughs> And I we'll begin on the one. joke, I guess if you if you've listened to the podcast for a while. Um so I'm going to queue up the giveaway. The giveaway should be live. So, um And I just, uh, yeah, to go inside with with Ian's store, I did throw together a link myself just for logos of the podcast. If you want something a little bit more simple, it's there. So if you are in chat and you type exclamation point links, both stores should pop up, assuming I've set this up correctly. Uh, You can browse the options at the store, see if there's anything you like. At the end of the show, we will pick a winner. Uh, You can get a shirt of your choosing from either of those links. If you're selected, you'll have to probably... You know, direct message us somewhere. Uh, Whisper. Whether it's Twitch. Facebook or Twitch. Uh, either one works. We'll, we'll get it. Uh, give us your address, your shirt size, stuff like that. We'll, we, we You will eventually get a shirt from us at, at some point. I don't know how quickly, but you will get it. Can I interject a question? Um, yeah. Ian's
1: store is called Leroy the Dream Killer. I'm just wondering which of your alter egos that one is. Because is it was it meant to be Leon? Or... No, that's Leroy. That's one of my
0: many nicknames.
1: Okay, so... Leon, Leroy, Andy, and are all
2: different names we can call you. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Brian.
0: Yeah, I respond to all of them.
2: <laughs> all right, so, yeah, if you, uh, alternatively, if you would like to support us, you can check out those links, grab a shirt. Uh, right now, that's the best way to support the show. Like I said, Ian's already turned profit from it, so uh, hopefully we can get some designs, out, other designs out there at some point. This is this is sort of our first attempt at merchandise, so we'll see how much we can play around with it. Uh, so if you'd like to be entered to win a shirt, type exclamation point raffle in the chat your name will be entered into the drawing uh, you only get one entry so you can't spam it and uh we'll draw at the end of the show and see who gets the the get the, gets the prize so not to get too far ahead of us uh as far as our topic for this episode what are we doing so I was trying to think of something fun to do for 200 uh I'll admit that I'm basically doing a JJ Abrams reboot uh, reboot of a previous episode of the show uh, if you've stuck around since the beginning We did an episode way back in 2015. It was episode number 27, where me, Andy, and our other Mike, Mike Romano, talked about superhero movies that could have been. I thought it was a lot of fun. It generated some fun talking points. Since the episode is no longer available, because, you know, iTunes and Spotify only really keep the last 100, 150 of the episodes, it's not there to stream anymore. So most of you probably missed this one. The only way to listen to it now is if you've downloaded it way back then. You haven't deleted it since 2015. For all intents and purposes, it has moved on. Uh, sort of my idea for that episode was always to, to try to get a roundtable of guests together to talk about this. So with only three of us on that episode, it never quite lived up to the potential of what I wanted to do. Uh, so this gave me a chance to, to reboot the episode, try again. I'm largely loo- using the same outline I did for that original episode. I've added a few movies. I've tried to update some details. Um My format will probably be... I'm going to try to summarize the research I've collected for the movies, try to detail how they almost happened, why they didn't happen. Uh, I've got some talking points questions for these guys. Also, anyone watching, you guys can feel free to to post in the chat if you want to chime in. Uh, Hopefully, some of these movies and or details will be surprising to you. Uh, I'll go through the movies mostly in chronological order. I should point out that these guys do not know what's on the list. Uh... I thought part of the fun would be that hopefully these are surprising for these guys and everybody watching. Um, And although I guess since, since the episode was a rebooted episode, uh, the other fun part will be Andy was a guest on that original episode five years ago. And Josh, I know listened to that episode. So this could be a good game of memory for these to see if the, if you guys remember anything from five years ago.
4: Oof. At this Dude, point, I can't remember what happened like Tuesday. So,
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, like if I told you something that literally happened in April, you would have thought that was twenty seventeen.
2: Yeah. Uh. So before we we finally get into the movies, do you guys can you think of any superhero movies that never happened? that you think might show up on my list? One or two. I, I know of one. Any Any? Do you want to give me your guesses, or you want to save them and see if you're right? Uh, I don't want
3: to give anything away to my competitors.
2: I mean, yeah. I actually directly <laughs> yeah. discussed this
3: with you yesterday, so I'm not gonna.
2: Yeah, we talked about one or two. Yeah, we didn't talk about. But all I think of some of them you already knew about. Stuff. So no, you asked me. I wasn't, what I wasn't I knew, giving you.
1: Yeah, what, what I thought would
2: be there, and you confirmed a couple of the things I said. That's all. All right, so we'll just we'll kick it off. First one. So I think the first one we're going to kick off is probably one of the most well-known superhero movies that could have been. Tim Burton Superman. So this is a movie that is so infamous that there was a documentary from 2015 about the failed production called The Death of Superman Lives What Happened. So if you're curious, I'd actually highly recommend checking that movie out. Uh, it's a really cool behind the scenes look of like production art, like costume tests. It's all in there. They interview Tim Burton, they interview some of the people that worked on the production. You can see what happened to the movie just watching the mo- just watching that documentary. It's really cool. Um have you guys, I feel like the only one that might have seen this is Josh. Have you watched that movie? I have. Did anybody else watch the Superman uh, Lives documentary? Nope. I have not. No. Okay. First time ever. Yeah, I watched, watched it a while ago, and if, I I thought it was really interesting. Um. All right, so I'll try to summarize here. Kevin Smith at one point wrote a, uh, the original draft and apparently pushed for Tim Burton to direct it. And it worked. Tim Burton got hired to direct the movie. Uh, but once Burton was hired, he didn't like Smith's script, so he let Kevin Smith go. Uh, producer John Peters apparently didn't want Superman to fly, didn't want Superman in the red and blue costume, and was adamant that there would be a giant spider in the finale. What yep. the fuck? Yep. Makes complete
0: uh, sense to me. Watch,
3: if, if you're ever curious about that story, watch An Evening with Kevin Smith. I think it's volume two. It might be in volume one, but it's like his early, early days of doing college, um, just like speaking engagements and auditoriums and stuff and he has this really long story about all this and his whole thing about John Peters and the spider it's priceless.
1: So did this turn into eight-legged freaks and that's why we got that?
2: No, actually the big mechanical <laughs> spider turned into Wild Wild West. Oh, okay. <laughs> yep. So there's that gave little Kenneth easter egg on something to do. Yeah. Uh so the story for the movie seemed to be loosely based on the death of Superman, the comic book art. Uh, it featured Brainiac, Lex Luthor, Doomsday. A few different drafts had Lex Luthor and Brainiac somehow merging into a cyborg called Lexiac. Lexiac uh. would then create Doomsday, which led to Superman being killed. Uh, Superman would have had a slightly different origin story, and that he wouldn't discover he was an alien until his Kryptonian ship is discovered sometime during the movie, well after becoming Superman. So he this would, would have have just think, Superman's I'm really
0: cool. The What's whole that? time, so you would just think, "Oh, I'm really fast and have laser eyes for no yeah, he's got... reason for his whole People life." People ask him, "Like, he, Do you yeah, yeah, go he's got chamber? powers? He doesn't know Do why, how
2: it? or why he has powers." So this would have led to like some sort of different upbringing. Would he been more state football Superman. champs?
0: What's that? Well, he would have used his powers then, since he's like not an alien. So, but they've been like state football champs and shit.
2: Yeah, see, I mean, it's not clear. I don't really know the details of the what He script catches
0: a to pass what and he turns the
1: person trying to tackle him into a bloody pulp. <laughs> just... oh, I'm glad he would be a running back. Like, no one's tackling That's him. That's what I mean. Like, no, went, sure. whatever. He has the ball and somebody tries to tackle him and they just explode. Like, he could just leap the whole field. Like, <laughs> boy, that was easy. <laughs> Gets
3: every You made a 109 yard turn. field
1: goal. That was fun.
0: Like,. They have those, like, stunt, like, baseball things where, like, um, local teams will, play, like, for charity stuff, and they'll play, like, a team of three pros, you know, for, like, baseball. They had a whole King of the Hill episode about it. He could do that by himself. <laughs> like, take on an entire opposing baseball team just by himself
2: and a catcher, I guess. I mean, but you'd just like get to think that to Papa doing his job, right? And <laughs> like, Superman's not just going out there willy-nilly with his powers everywhere. Well, you know, it's, it's just he's really cool, apparently, you know, because he's not an alien. He's just a really cool, yeah, I was attractive just
1: saying, how man. How would they explain it? <laughs> like, how, how would his parents explain it if they didn't know he was an alien? I don't. I don't have those like, answers. I don't well, know. No, I, They're I,
2: like
0: Mike Tyson and Tanya Harding's child was just left on our doorstep.
1: <laughs> I feel like so that I would be an incredibly this... evil, stupid child, but super fucking strong. <laughs> <laughs> why Tanya Harding, though? Why? Did, why is that the one you go to for strong? <laughs> I'm just...
3: She was good at skating? You know I mean, yeah, she wasn't like even like... Superman? Like, she had to cheat
1: to win. And so did Mike Tyson.
3: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mike Tyson was
1: off a phenomenal boxer. I will have no Mike
2: Tyson slander on the podcast. I feel podcast. like if Superman is leaping the soccer field or football field on a single bound, he is also cheating. If he doesn't he know that that's athlete?
1: not a normal human thing, because he wasn't if told he's the he's the only alien, one
2: doing it and no one else is doing
1: it, I feel like that's something... Awesome. <laughs> I wonder, like, the, would
0: he Captain like test of... when they test for steroids? Would his testosterone level be like too elevated, they and they would <laughs> just assume he's juicing? Like, how would that work? Can't get a I want to know needle. about this more. I care about <laughs> this more now. How, how do they test
1: them for steroids if they can't poke them with a needle? I didn't even think about <laughs> right, that. Semantics like, here. <laughs> semantics. We got to move on. Josh had a good. question.
3: Oh, I was this something. Was this one of the projects that, like, eventually the script leaked or was released or was? found or is i are are a lot of the details that have been known about this just found like over the years through people sharing information do you remember i I
2: mean i think there's a lot of people that like to talk about it like kevin smith will talk about it anytime he's asked right anything that he's worked on um i feel like there is a good bit of information out there i didn't get the real specific details i tried to get general broad strokes of stuff uh (laughs) there's a lot of info especially that documentary it's two hours of what happened in this movie sure so, hold on. Um, I, 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 Ian, did you have something?
0: No,
1: it's just laughing at broad strokes. Okay. I, I, have, I have a question. You said they yeah. wanted to put the mechanical spider, basically, from Wild Wild West into it somehow.
2: Well, it wasn't mechanical for Superman. Well, I think it was just a giant spider. Well, okay, it right, became a mechanical okay, spider okay, for Wild, that, Wild Wild West. That's
1: what they wanted to be, like, the big end piece.
2: Yes. Yeah. How did that
1: play in with Doomsday? I, I don't know. Like that's, they have that's no producer. Like, details are like Doomsday and this giant spider or like, or like well, Doomsday mid-movie. After
0: Lexicon or whatever created Doomsday and Superman was killed, they're like, well, fuck, how do we get rid of Doomsday? We got to make a giant spider.
2: <laughs> well, I think Josh, correct oh, I... me if I'm wrong. It's just because the producer, John Peters, had a thing for spiders and was like, you know what would be cool? If he fought a
3: giant spider, yeah. I mean, the way the story's always been told is like he just had a fixation <laughs> on that element, uh, and fucking like pitching a movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, this like is remember, John Peters, the movie producer <laughs> who is a hairdresser. Like he has no business being a movie producer. Wait, wait, this was but, his first he, chance at movie,
1: being a movie producer. He went from hairdresser to th- movie producer in one step. I believe there was
2: no steps in between. I I don't know a lot of this. Yeah, his career, it's, but I know they they hype up the fact that he is a hairdresser or was a hairdresser. Well, I really hope I mean, Hollywood is starting it, to base more of their decisions on merit. That's all the more reason to watch the documentary because they interview John Peters. He is a weird fucking dude.
3: Yes. Uh, a, a cornerstone of of Kevin's stories that he always tells about it is uh John mentioning how he has like fought in like over two hundred street fights. Oh yeah. Yeah. In he his life. Like he's spiders. a very eccentric seeming person.
0: It reminds me of Kimbo Slice.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Kimbo Slice.
0: R.I.P. Oh yeah, he did that.
2: Um, I all right, so, so we'll get into to one of my little first
3: uh, trivia questions I got for you guys. So, so what, what, before before you do that, so what is the format of answering? Is is it? I'm just gonna yell a really quickly. Buzzer system, or is it like you ever like take turns on who goes, who has first crack on it?
2: I mean, yeah. We're just, at this point, I'm not as organized to have some sort of buzzer system set up. So, and raising the hand or something's not going to work. So, we're just going to have to go with shouting here and see who shouts it <laughs> <at> first. <laughs> okay. Uh, so basically, I'm just going to go through the cast. We have Superman, Lois Lane, Jimmy Olsen, Lex Luthor, and Brainiac. Well, can you guys tell me any of the actors can, can, that were supposed can, to can playing those roles? Can we get a
1: year on this?
2: I don't know if there was a year. Not like, I didn't like see years a year that, specifically. like Just a general.
4: He had already got the answer. Jesus, he got he he got one of them. Yeah, yeah well, yeah, this
0: is yeah, the only that. one I know for the but, whole but, but, thing.
1: No. This whole thing is the only one. Okay, no, but but I, I'm just looking for like a general. Was this like early 2000s? Right, like pre. It says, would have been before 2000s. So 90s, 96,
3: 97, okay, 98. 90s. So like post clerks, yeah. Kevin Smith, but yes. right, but this would have been Warner Brothers producing. Right, right, okay. No, I'm just okay. Um, so we. I feel like I heard Superman, the- Sure, yeah. Yeah. The uh uh the Jimmy I feel like I've heard and when you say it, it's gonna jar the memory, but I can't think it, of it right now or the others.
1: So so you want a Jimmy Olson, Lois Lane, Lex Luthor?
2: Ian got Superman. Superman was Nicolas Cage. W- what else did you so want? So Lois Lane Lois Lane, Lois Jimmy Olson, Lex Luthor, and Brainiac. Oh, okay. okay. Mick Ryan Qu- for Courtney, Lois. Lane. Courtney Cox for Lois Lane. All right, so Lois Lane actually had two rumored people. Courtney Cox was one. Courtney Cox was another name rumored for
3: Lois Lane.
0: So it's not Meg Ryan.
2: It is not Meg Ryan. Damn it! I'm um, out of options.
1: If Nick Cage,
0: Cameron Diaz,
1: Andy no. McDowell,
2: no, Andy Milonakis, <laughs> I will watch that. <laughs> if Josh is right, and this is '97, it's right around when she
3: started to break out. Nev Campbell. No.
0: Alicia Silverstone. Jennifer
3: Love Hewitt. No. No. Comparable age to Courtney Cox at the time? Much younger. Uh, much older. Yes.
0: Julia Roberts.
2: In 97 no. was Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, Winona Ryder. No. Bruce Willis. And that's the other thing. I don't know how long I should let you guys just keep throwing names out or if you just want the answer <laughs> I, mean, some well, I, I think like 30 Beaver. seconds
4: is a good max.
2: Charlize Theron?
1: Nope. 97 starting. Jessica Biel? No. no. All
2: right, I'm going to call okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Sandra Bullock. Uh, uh, she, was bro- she broke out long before that. Speed was what, 96? 97? 94. Yeah. 94? Yeah. Okay, speed, all right, the, my bet on the date, speed was earlier than I thought. Okay. But uh, Jimmy okay. Olsen, any guesses for Jimmy Olsen? Johnny Depp. No.
0: John Malkovich. I no. thought that, no, too. it's gotta be someone I younger. I
2: Malkovich, I was like, you know, that'd be cool.
1: Just for no reason at all, it'd be cool. Jerry Oldman. Oldman. Toby Maguire. You guys
2: talked at the same time, I didn't hear one at a time, Ian.
0: Gary Oldman.
2: No, Josh. For Jimmy Olsen? Yeah. Why
0: not? This movie's fucking crazy. Gary Oldman
2: can play whoever the fuck he wants to. (laughs) He would have caught most (laughs) of the
0: world, Jason. That's
2: right around the time of Air Force One. Like, that's perfect time for Gary Oldman. Well, it was.
4: It was. um... Skeet Oldman. I'm going to say
2: Michael Keaton. No, and no.
1: Tobey Maguire.
2: No. It is not a white person.
1: Oh, you know what?
2: I
3: do know this. Jamie Foxx.
2: No. I remember this. Who was in
3: like his mid twenties, probably like early to mid twenties? Chat, yeah.
2: you got any? You got any answers? Jimmy Olsen. What? Common. No. <laughs> no, no. Method Man. Not, not in the nineties. Method Man.
1: <laughs> no, no.
2: Do you say Method Man? No.
1: I'm gonna be really upset when I hear this, but one of the Wyans.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? No. <laughs>
1: Last That's call. Final guess Will Smith.
2: Tyler no. Perry. No. Ah, Morgan Freeman. Andy, Josh, last guess? Uh, I got nothing. No? Chris Rock. Oh, oh my this God. This have been a good movie. Nicholas Cage <laughs> and Chris Rock. Best friends. And Courtney Cox. <laughs> All right, Lex Luthor. Who was lined up for Lex Luthor? Sean Spacey. Josh, what did you say?
3: Kevin Spacey. You are correct. So we got... They were oh. looking at him even then. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just...
2: Last one for Brainiac, who was looking to play Brainiac. <laughs> no. Damn it! This would have been the greatest movie if it was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Tom Seisman. uh Harrelson.
2: No for both. Yeah. Travolta. No. Antonio
3: Banderas. No. Michael Madsen.
2: No. Jim Carrey. Not Carey. Vin Diesel, Chris. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Brainiac. Ian, what would you say?
0: Jim Carrey. No. Jim. Ha- G- Gene Hackman. <laughs> Anthony
1: <laughs> no. Edwards. No. Damn it. Goose. Goose.
0: Did anyone say Bandera shit? Tom Cruise. Yeah. I
2: somebody did. Wasn't Tom Cruise? Uh, not Brad Pitt. <laughs> Just because. Josh Andy, one more, one more go. These guys have been throwing out a lot of guesses. What do you got? I know. That's
3: um, Brian Dennehy. No. Andy.
2: Brain, Chris he? Farley. Tom no. Hanks. Alright. Answer is Christopher Walken. Oh my god. Oh. This movie would have been, <laughs> this oh, would have been a good movie. How did this fuck <laughs> get made? Wow. So, I want to see this I tried now. to look at the the, the so There's some production stuff on the internet. Uh, One picture that I know a lot of people have probably all seen, <laughs> or at least if, if you're familiar with the movie, you've seen it. So I'm going to try to display that now. So there is Nicolas Cage in the suit for Superman. Yeah, you're still above that. There you go. I fixed it. It, it takes a little bit.
3: Look how badass and <laughs> Wait, amazing he was. This, he this was. was not
1: official production stuff. This
3: is just a like a...
1: No, this, is, this no, happened. This is,
3: yeah, these are set photos. These are like costume fittings. Yeah.
1: That is a cost. That looks like it's photoshopped. You could eat ice cream off those abs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the costume test. They show show him getting, like, in the documentary, they had footage of him getting fitted with that. I've
1: seen that. It's just, like, that one just looks like a Photoshop. It's just...
2: And they had a whole suit of, like, that would, like, light up and shit. They had, like, lights wired through it. There was this whole thing. Like, when he's reborn, he was going to wear this light-up suit. It was going to be fucking nuts. (laughs) But I thought they didn't want the blue suit thing. Well, That's what John Peters said he didn't want. Okay. But... There's still like some staple things for Superman you have to have in the movie.
1: Yeah,
2: no, the hair's the best part. I know. Just think of the Superman yeah, flying Amy, I don't know about the with hair. the hair blowing that... in the wind behind him, just flapping. And that might have been how they wanted to set it apart from previous Supermans. It was just long. They so, wouldn't see so long hair. Imagine a, that
1: a... in the Top Gun theme playing together, and and just you, you're there. I'd watch you're it. There.
2: Yeah. Um. See? So as the script. Sure continued to be rewritten, the budget for the movie continued to grow. Warner Brothers was struggling at the box office at the time. They had tasked the writers to cut back on special effect shots in order to save some money. At that point, Warner Brothers had invested around $30 million into a film that never got off the ground and decided to put the film on hiatus. After that, Burton left. He went to make Sleepy Hollow. Warner Brothers couldn't get a replacement director to move forward with the project. It died. And that was the end of the movie. Just let Nick so Cage given, direct it. Given the information you know, would you have liked to see this movie, and what do you think it would have been like?
3: I mean, given everything we just learned, hell, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah I mean it's gonna be a shit show, but it's one of those things that you like you can't look away from like now I want to see it because it's the same thing the same reason you watch cops. It's not to like see a lawful, simple arrest. It's to see somebody try and run and get clotheslined like it's
4: what was the Burton movie that came up before he was gonna do this? was it Batman Returns?
3: No, Had right before been... this one, was like Mars Attacks? Yeah, that no, was like Yeah, good one. I guess if we're in the late 90s, then yeah. yeah. Well,
4: I love Mars Attacks, so I would definitely have seen this. Like, this yeah, would get one those... played on
1: TNT all the time. Yeah, <laughs> it does, and, it, and I watch it every time. Oh, like, amazing. I'm, I'm going to have a hard time not thinking about Nick Cage's Superman fighting Christopher Walken as Brainiac. And there's just yeah. a spider in the background. Yeah, there's, there's a spider good. for whatever reason.
2: <laughs> We, they... it's one of those movies that probably wouldn't be good when it came out but it's the one you'll come back to like this is just fun to watch this is the greatest yeah. thing this yeah. they didn't have a doomsday cast though
1: not that or i was just gonna be like 1997 like spawn graphics like we got with spawn for doomsday
2: yeah i guess well if they wanted the budget to come down i doubt it would be like that but i don't know
1: okay
0: like, this might be up there. Like, I, I would have trouble deciding, am I watching this or face off, if this
3: existed? <laughs> <laughs> take his face off. I mean, if you also remember, like, 97, <laughs> as they're, I guess, in troubled production, Batman and Robin comes out. It's another one of their movies. It tanks. It gets ripped apart. So, think of this. if, uh, If that movie had done well enough, this might have gotten made. Well, there's another, yeah, when
2: we finally get down to the, some of the later movies, there's there is a whole domino effect of, like, from Batman and Robin on, of DC trying to get movies off the ground that just don't work.
0: So it's, it's similar to, the, like, the 80s video game crash, where, like, a E.T. ruined video games, Batman and Robin
1: ruined
4: superhero <laughs> movies. For DC? Yes. <laughs>
1: yeah. I actually saw, like, an old review of the E.T. video game. Turns out it's not as bad as everybody said. It's fucking terrible. Have you ever
2: played that show? It's the worst thing.
4: You fall down a fucking pit and you have to like... I th- you, no, 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 you, I, you have to like try and crane his no, neck. No, no, to I fucking love that, that. It's it's people are terrible. able now to see Andy's it, face it, when he makes awful. these it's faces like when we're like doing the podcast. No,
2: no, no, no.
1: It's, it's not, not that it's not bad.
2: It's
4: bad.
1: But it's not the worst game ever the way it gets like portrayed as. It's not the worst ever. Maybe not, but the problem still was how much they made. Like how many copies. Yeah, that part was ridiculous.
0: But, like, absurd. There were, they made more copies of the E.T. game than there were Atari consoles. <laughs> like, they thought it was going to sell so well that they would have to make more Atari consoles.
2: Instead, oh, well, it's it ruined video games for, like, a decade. And the cartridges ended up in a landfill. Yes, supposedly. I think someone found that, right? Like, the actual landfill? Yeah, they dug it up, yeah. yeah. So, wait,
4: was E.T. the one that was a blue cartridge?
2: I, I think so. No, think so. No, I think it was just a normal cartridge. Search. Okay. Um. All right. Anything to to add for for Nick Cage and Tim Burton Superman?
0: I enjoy the Atari.
3: We were robbed <laughs> of the treasure.
0: <laughs> like this face-off and National Treasure. This would have been like a great Saturday trilogy.
2: <laughs> you know what? <laughs> the Nick
1: Cage we may trilogy. Maybe we'll get the movie. Maybe we'll get a video game. Maybe if we pressure like Rocksteady, or is it Rocksteady? Maybe the ones that make it. The Batman games?
2: Make what? Yes. Yeah.
1: Maybe we pressure them enough. They'll
2: they'll make this into a Superman game for us. Or at this... least like like a costume, an alternate costume for Superman is Nick Cage's Superman. Yes.
0: This feels like something <laughs> where like like some vi- like sports guy buys a video game studio and then makes this game. Like that's what this
2: feels like. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna move on to the next one. So uh admittedly this one does not have a lot of information because it never really got off the ground, but it's a fun enough idea. I figured we'd, we'd sort of touch on it. So in the early to mid-90s, uh, years before Brian Singer's X-Men, there was a director, producer, director-producer, director-slash-producer, so it's one person, uh, who met with Stan Lee and Chris Claremont talking about an X-Men movie. Around this time, this person was working with Arnold Schwarzenegger on two different movies. Any guesses who this person is that met with Stan Lee and Chris, Chris Claremont? James Cameron. Correct. Oh
1: yes! You're telling me we could have had a James Cameron X-Men movie, and this didn't happen. All right, you're about to break my heart. Well, this one didn't progress further than like talks. Who is awesome? Yeah, like you're you're talking about like as good as it
2: possibly could have been. So this was uh, James Cameron and his newly formed Lightstorm Entertainment studio went to Marvel, met with Stan and Chris. Uh, Again, there isn't much information other than a few quotes from Chris Claremont. Of, about this meeting where Claremont had said he envisioned the movie as being produced by James Cameron the movie would have been directed by Cameron's then wife Catherine Bigelow Ooh. Claremont goes on to describe their meeting as quote so we're chatting at one point Stan looks at Cameron and says so I hear you like Spider-Man Cameron's eyes light up they start talking and talking and talking and about 20 minutes later all the Lightstorm guys and I are looking at each other and we all know the X-Men deal just evaporated and that that's that's all we got. So that, it was in the talking phase. It never got off the ground. I don't even know if there's a script, but that was sort of what Claremont envisioned the movie to be. Um, Claremont also had, he every time he talks about it, he lists two actors for, uh, he wanted to cast Storm and he wanted to cast Wolverine. And Chris Claremont, the writer of these characters, had two actors in mind for these characters. So, any guesses to who Chris Claremont wanted for Storm, and any guesses who Chris Claremont wanted for Wolverine? Is this where the Danny DeVito
1: rumors come from with Wolverine?
2: Not Danny DeVito, but someone else. Okay.
3: This is circa, what was again, like 95, sure. 96?
2: Yeah, probably mid-90s, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
1: <laughs> no. I, I mean, it, it, at that time, the way that it was looking... Jeez.
3: Mid-90s. Stallone? Um, Nope. Angela Bassett.
4: For, for Storm, Storm, yes. Oh, damn. Nice. Makes
2: sense. She would have been a good Storm of that. So for Wolverine, I'd be very surprised if anybody gets this. Kevin Costner. Is it someone we know or recognize? Like, it's not a... The name, yes. Okay. I, don't, I just don't think it's something that you guys would picture him in this Bill role. Billy Crystal. No. Andy Billinakis. And <laughs> <Marcus. Well. laughs> Keanu. No. It is not Van Damme. It is not Al Pacino. Joe Pesci. Robert De Niro. De Niro. No. <laughs> De Niro. Like, you're saying, you're putting no. it that
1: way. I'm like, it's got it. then you're talking about those guys.
2: Well, the chat was chiming in with those. Oh,
3: oh, 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 okay, okay. Uh, I think I'm running out of steam on that.
2: All right, last last go-round. One guess, everybody. Ian, anything else? Liam Neeson. No. Mike. Come back to me. Josh. Tom Cruise. No. Andy.
1: Jackie Chan. No. Mike. Jackie Chan threw me for a loop, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: all right, I'll give you all one hint. He was in Roger Rabbit. Bob Hoskins. Yes. What the really? Actually, he probably would have been a badass over Short, stocky, angry little man. As Wolverine, I would fucking actually like to see this. He was a great actor, so yeah. Yes. The the yes. only thing
3: with with that kind, of, like even like thinking about like Danny He's DeVito, kind of portly though, you...
1: not stocky. Like he... I,
3: mean, I think with the character though, you still need, in theory, the actor or somebody to realistically be nimble or at least nimble looking. Right. They need to be able to sell that, and I don't. I don't. Muscular. Even 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 if you can fool me on that end, there's something about knowing who like DeVito or Bob Hoskins looks like. And then if you are portraying that character doing something in a live action movie, then like there's no way I can possibly believe that that person is moving that way, performing that way, even though like, I know it's a stunt double. It's a thing. It's something. I don't know. That would pull me out so much i just i couldn't buy that part of it
2: i mean there's no way he probably would have got cast this is claremont's like you know if i'm pulling actors out of my head this is who he's seeing as the character so that has to go through all the studio checklists of like you know everybody else has to sign off on that before they pay the bill so there's probably no way hoskins would have got hired for that i know know. and
1: i i feel like hoskins like he 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 checks off a couple of the boxes but he misses so many of the others i think name one box he misses
4: would have been an excellent <laughs> Logan as far as like all the dialogue parts and, and him sitting there being like, Hey bub," with the cigar and everything. But as soon as he went to like, you know,
3: having to be Wolverine, pop, pop the claws and it's the
4: start, action stuff. Yeah. 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 That's, have that's a good point.
1: So just look at a Hugh Jackman who, who didn't like not check those two boxes that Bob Hoskins checks with stocky and short. Right. And we got, a really damn good Wolverine out of Hugh Jackman for a yeah, long time. Did.
3: Yeah. and so, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a Hugh Jackman bias, like just because they cast someone as young as he was at the time, but something like if they were to try to envision like our next Wolverine through that lens, I don't like, I don't envi, I don't picture Wolverine as looking older and someone like a Bob Hoskins or an actor who might more fit that stature. Like they would still have to be like, 30 to 35, probably, in order for me to, like, see, like... Like, Logan does not look like he's 50, 55, 60 to me. Right.
1: No, he talks like it, but he doesn't look like it. So it's... It's a tough role to cast, but... Bob Hoskins, I feel like, again, checks a couple of boxes, but... Eddie Valiant ain't checking all of them. Alright, so
2: we're we're yeah. hung up on Bob Hodgkins, but what about this movie, Angela Bassett is Storm, produced by
3: James Cameron, A-plus. directed by Catherine Bigelow? If this had panned out, but, um I think they should give Catherine Bigelow an X Men movie to do now. Yeah. Oh for sure. Yeah. Screw it. I would still like to see the hell out of that. And
1: Angela Bassett is Storm A plus. She's still there's nothing I wrong think with
3: she that. She still could play Storm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. There, uh, There's an actress who was on American Gods um, and actually just had this, like, exact conversation uh, with Mark Bernardin on his, like, kind of offshoot podcast called Black Man Beyond. Um, and she was, like, not really petitioning publicly, but, like, very publicly saying, like, if you are casting for Storm in this new iteration of X-Men, like, I would love to be it. Um, she's a very difficult a very uncommon name so it's hard for me to remember how to pronounce it correctly but if you've seen the american gods version of the neil gaiman books on uh, on stars um she's the black actress who plays sort of the like northern african goddess who's now i think in like the south maybe louisiana area of the us um, but if you're familiar with her, I'll I'll see if I can find it and uh, throw it in the chat or something. She would actually be a really good fit if they were gonna do that. Like I think Angela okay. Bassett would be a good pick in I don't I know this is gonna sound bad. I, I don't mean, know if like the current Angela Bassett. It depends what age they want to get to. Yeah, and, and I hate to say it that way, but like that would be it.
1: I felt personally um uh, up until Marvel bought Fox and it can't happen now because they're going to exist in the same universe but I had thought that Lupita and Yango would have been fantastic yeah, yeah. as Storm when they existed in two separate universes that was a thing that we could have seen but now we can't We When really you do talk that, about so... a movie
0: with that producing that directing talent and the second best X-Men writer it would have had to have been kind of good
2: You'd hope, yeah whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> second Yeah, best? second best
1: Bendis who, Michael Bendis? We can have that discussion another time. But you're, uh, I'm not. We we can have it. Don't another take the bait, time. Mike. Don't take the bait. <laughs> I, no, I would actually. You know what? I would invite that debate. Is just a discussion we can have off record <laughs> at some point. I'd actually really like to have that discussion. He's not wrong about number two being Bendis. <laughs> <laughs> number. <laughs> two. It's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's
2: what you meant. Number two. <laughs> Um all right any uh any last call for for Cameron and Bigelow's X-Men. Every time you say that name I keep thinking European gigolo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you can't say Bigelow without.
1: <laughs> like
0: I've almost said it every time you've said her name.
3: <laughs> there are I mean the last thing I'll say about it is like sometimes if people kick around the idea of like wouldn't it be awesome to have Steven Spielberg do a superhero movie? In my opinion, no. I I I don't think he has the right type of creative mind to bring something unique i think it would be very cookie cutter um okay i don't think he's a good fit for it someone like james cameron especially 25 years ago before the last 12 years of superhero movies have happened yes i would have absolutely loved to see that vision
1: coming off aliens and t2 Mm -hmm. and true lies i mean yeah yeah yeah, true lies cameron at that time fuck Mm -hmm. yes cameron now I don't know. I don't know as much now. If I would be, well, he's busy now. Into Cameron, <laughs> no, he's busy now. Disney's he's got, got ten Ar- Avatar movies to make.
0: Like that's yeah. that's gonna be so impressive when those all finally come out. And he's like, this is my life's work. Yeah. He's making
2: ten <laughs> avatar movies. He's gonna die immediately after that. It's just gonna be spent and just call it call it quits and be done. Like I'm waiting <laughs> to see if those come
3: out or George R. R. Martin finishes the books. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. And then they actually remake the entire series with his ending. That will but, all happen but, before Avatar's done. But in
0: Avatar. <laughs> 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 like it's a
3: show on yeah, the but- Avatar planet.
1: <laughs>
2: They're no, watching let me Game just of Thrones throw this through the out Avatar there, though, movie, for <laughs> but it's got the right ending. For
1: fellow X-Men fans that grew up with the X-Men for so long, we had the possibility of a James Cameron X-Men coming in the mid to late 90s. That would have been... And instead, we got Bryan Singer. Now, those movies to be were fair, terrible, but...
2: Yeah, Singer's first X-Men movie, I think, holds up. I like that movie a lot. It... X2 holds up. X2, X2 was, was by really far better good. than the first one, but the first yeah. one's still good.
0: Was X2 the United one, or was that 3? Yes.
4: Yeah. No, yeah. 3 was United. No,
2: 3, three, was, last three stand. was Last Stand. Oh, that's
4: yeah.
0: right. Yeah. Oh, yeah because the then everyone the made fun of it because they're like, there's no way they're stopping at three X Men movies.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and I, I don't know. I, I would argue a lot about that first X Men movie it doesn't stand up. It It didn't stand up to me at the time. Like, it didn't hold up to me. I feel, was, like, I,
4: I feel
3: I, like
1: the look of Sabretooth was absolutely If you haven't shit watched it, and I
3: mean, like, God willing, that will like X Men will get me selected on the Wheel of Fate at some point soon. Yeah, we will have to watch it. True. Um, if you I if you so. haven't, I think if you haven't seen it in a while, like at least five years, I think that there's a tendency to think it is I, better I than it was. To, I did
1: that. I, I I just recently watched it again for
2: the first time in a long time, and I was like, "Fuck!" Yeah, I feel like I watched I, it sometime <laughs> in the last couple of years, but I still remember liking it. I think it I think it does what it needs to as it, a movie. It sets the world it gives you it's a quick movie it's like ninety minutes like for people that don't get yeah, into comic book I movies know. that was what was needed at the time.
1: it works. I, I grew up with the x men so it still has that nostalgic feeling for me. It still has that that hit of like oh dude, they fucking nailed so many parts of this. It's just the things that take you out of it really take
4: me yeah out. I feel like okay. James Cameron would have given us the uh traditional costumes,
2: uh yeah. We we wouldn't get the black leather. Or still never seen
3: Modification of them enough that it still would have made sense. You're still so like okay. Do, do
1: that's you know how Wolverine, pissed off yeah. I am? I've never seen Wolverine in his actual costume. <laughs> We've never once yeah. got to see that on film. It's up to Marvel so, now. Yeah, well, Marvel will do. It. Yeah. I, it, so they've heard that feedback for 25 years or however long it's been. 23 what was it 97? The first X Men came. 2000. Out? Yeah. Oh, it was so 20 years. Um,
3: well, I would say, God willing, if uh, you stick with us for the next eight years as as we try <laughs> to get through Rewind Theater, we will eventually, as a group, rewatch the first X-Men movie.
2: Yeah, it hasn't I even made like, the Wheel of Six yet. Uh-huh. I
3: feel like Rewind Theater is never going to end because
4: every time a new comic book movie comes out, it'll be added to Rewind Theater. So.
1: Well, I think, I think we need to leave the list at where it's at. For now. Rewind Theater needs to look at things of the past. Yeah, for now. We yeah, can't look at some stuff we can't look at things to the future because we're gonna be reviewing those new comic book films when they come out as is. So like when Black Widow comes out, we're gonna review it. And what what happens if we put it on the list and it ends up on the wheel? But we wouldn't get to it for like twelve later. years. Yeah, <laughs> like because that would be at the <laughs> end of the that. MCU movies, though. So that's so, like already forty so long, movies. That one, yeah, that one specifically. But I'm saying like I
4: think Mike's true. I think Mike's right. I think you almost have to have like. You know, like Football Hall of Fame, you have to be out of the league for this many years before you can be entered into the Hall of Fame. I
3: feel like a movie I feel has like to be... we should have instituted that role before. Yeah, so I, I feel yeah, like... I, well, I was, so can I then ask, why did no one bring up this seemingly valid point before we included Bloodshot to <laughs> I, begin I, I with? I feel like no we idea.
1: did, we just none of us had actually watched it, so we were like, fuck it.
3: Yeah, I hadn't
2: seen it, so I, you know, I figured it'd be an excuse to watch it. But I also figured we'll get to it eventually, not third <laughs> on the list, so... And also, yeah. that was a lot of lists to look at, and I did. I
0: will admit, <laughs> after a certain point, I was like, I'm not going through all of these to cut stuff. I'm just going to try and cut things. All
3: <laughs> Wait, right, we're we'll ready B, to move on. It was B, L. Like, well, I B. didn't go
0: alphabetically,
2: <laughs> I just was rolling around, rolling in the mud there. I just all happened right. to look at chat, too. Sean, Sean's telling us that uh, we're glasses mandatory for the podcast. I did not realize that we are all suddenly wearing glasses tonight, which we don't normally do. Well, you say oh, suddenly, yeah. but I've always worn glasses. Well, true. Yeah, some of us have. You know, I guess you know. more me. I usually don't wear the glasses when I do it. So I guess we're, we're looking I'm, sophisticated for 200. That's the way to do it. I ran out of pod. Er,
1: this is why Eric's <laughs> not on. Ran out of ran out of contacts like a week ago. So glasses. Nice. Well, that's also um, good because
0: right. we don't want you to hurt yourself again. <laughs>
1: I did hurt myself pretty bad putting in contacts
2: the one time it was RIP pretty R. awful I was
5: <laughs> Post a I, chat I, I was out of have commission a for several oh, days
2: All right for the next one so we're segueing from Cameron talking about X-Men and then talking about Spider-Man to Cameron possibly talking or having a Spider-Man movie so after his meeting with Stan Cameron decided to try to write a short script for a Spider-Man movie there is a Spider-Man script that is supposedly Cameron cir- circling around the internet for years. Uh, I'm, you know, you can't really verify or it's hard to tell if it's legit or not. But there is one out there if you want to check it out. Um, I have a link with me actually in the in my outline here. So I don't know if I can post it in chat, but I can at the very least I'll put it on the Facebook page and stuff whenever we talk about the the thing later. It's 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 a weird script. Uh, it's definitely more adult. It's a serious tone for a Spider-Man film, maybe too serious. Um, in his story treatment, Cameron describes Peter Parker as "quote your basic sexually pent up adolescent." Yeah. Uh, and features Peter Parker spying on Mary Jane in her underwear yeah. more than once. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> eventually, has Mary Jane and Spider Man having sex on top of the Manhattan Bridge. Of course. Oh uh, damn. In general terms, it's a masked man has sex with a high school student that involves bondage and spider mating rit- rituals.
1: <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! whoa. Wait, spider mating
2: wait, wait. rituals. That's yeah, apparently is, how Cameron writes Spider Man having sex. That it's is more that spider little, than man.
1: Don't spiders I feel like lay eggs? I a, that then yeah. get like
2: fertilized? I, I didn't d- look. That's just what it males? said. This was this so was gonna be a vor movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, later in the script, it's, there there was some sort of exchange between Mary Jane and Spider Man, where Mary Jane says, "I love you," and Spider Man replies, "Cool." Uh, all of <laughs> that, this is before. That's relatable. That's <laughs> relatable. All of this is before Mary Jane knows Spider Man's identity, so she is. Declaring her love for Spider-Man, not Peter Parker. uh oh, so the whole
0: time, like they're
2: having sex with the bridge, wait, wait, wait. she's
1: having sex with some like random spider-like dude that she does Which is the whole know. masked man so, so having upside-down kiss that we actually got was inspired by an
2: upside-down fuck that happened. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All right. The script has uh, Spider-Man saying Let's "motherfucker" a couple Wednesdays. times, which is oh, wow. also weird. That's not yeah. on brand. <laughs> Uh, the villains featured were supposed to be Electro and Sandman. Uh, Electro would not be Max Dillon, as he is in the comics. He would be a character called Strand, who is described as a Donald Trump-like businessman. Uh, Strand also has a girlfriend that would be named Cordelia. At one point, he seems to try to rape her, but ends up killing her with his powers, then electrocuting her back to life. And it's implied he does this to her multiple times. This what? is uh, very similar to a book I read. Too. Like
0: a book series I'm reading. Yeah. <laughs> By a small indie author. I'll to go like get this. that during the break. It's right it.
2: on brand for Ian, I'm sure it is.
0: But also, this sounds a lot like Fifty Shades of Grey with Spider-Man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, in the same vein that, um... Oh, shit, what was the, the uh, Superman as a Jagoff movie last year? Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah. This kind of feels like it could go that way. Like, you could almost make this movie if it was along there like it's obviously not spider-man but it is a, a a being with abilities similar to said character and these things happen like it's well, like a weird really to me is dark like, way if,
2: if cameron liked spider-man and this is the story he wrote for being a fan of spider-man how much did he care about x-men and what the hell would the x-men movie look like bunch of fucking <laughs> just orgies <laughs> Fucking Wolverine pops six dildos out instead of claws. I mean, Wait, that's just a lot that like... Kevin Smith's like Star Wars for <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Uh, there, so, well, there was one thing. One thing from Cameron's script that actually carries over into Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Can anyone tell me what the detail was for Spider-Man that carries over, and Sam Raimi used? I don't know if it was from that Spider-Man? script or if Raimi had the same idea. Sexually frustrated. A similar Spider-Man. detail Web actually
1: comes out of him instead of a device. What would you say Mike that the web comes out of him instead
2: of a device yes
0: hashtag white spider liquid by the shirt <laughs> see <laughs> it's all
2: it's all it's all on shirt. brand yeah the organic web it shooters is there. it exists organic web shooters were in Cameron's version of the script I wonder how they were used oh, I, Jesus. possibly in the mating rituals if you if right you go through all that crap hashtag white spider um, liquid I'm, I'm...
3: which also let me say so on that part of it I saw the first spider-man movie i think in theaters really not actually truly knowing stuff about the characters i'm like oh these comic book movies they're okay whatever i on the one hand like i didn't know that that was different um that that was a change they had made but honestly like for cinematic purposes that's not a dumb decision to make it actually makes things go quite like a lot more simple you like you don't have to show. Okay, how does he engineer this stuff? How does he make the device? Do we have to believe that such a young person is able to do it, etc.? Um,
2: Except it, that's like, part of Peter worked. Parker.
3: Like Peter Parker is
2: the scientist. That's that's the that's a clue to Peter Parker's psyche. Is he is the guy that create
3: can create this stuff? He is smart enough to do it. True, and I mean at least I felt like in the like at least the first two Spider Mans like they give you that enough. Like he is an intelligent person. He's a problem solver. He's intellectual. Like, so like that that part still came through to me, so I didn't feel like as, as a as an ignorant viewer that that was like it, it didn't degrade that part of his character. Right.
2: Well, there is actually so there's another layer to Cameron's organic web shooters. Not only are the web shooters organic, but part of Peter Parker's character is that he's self conscious about the organic web shooters and sees himself as a freak. So he makes fake web shooters to put over his risks wrists to hide. The organic ones. That's a so it's almost scene. like trying to have the best of both worlds. There, like, why not just pick one or the other? Yeah, what does that accomplish? How fucking high? Well, he's a sexually <laughs> frustrated teenager. It's a fucking
0: allegory. Yeah,
2: that goes. Yeah, that goes back to the sexually pent up adolescent.
0: He's just shooting white spider liquid everywhere, and he's upset about it because it makes him feel weird, and he doesn't Ian's know really why his body changes.
3: Really plugging that shirt. You could find now in the Leroy Dream Killer. <laughs> Teespring store Exclamation point links BG- <laughs> It's all there You actually
1: can guys It's 100% real Go to Leroy the Dream Killers it's Teespring It's on leggings Lovely <laughs> Josh just discovered That now Did, did you put it on the <laughs> Oh no Sports I remember Pro Seeing yet? it last time
2: <laughs> BTS 20 for 20% off <laughs> um, Alright so Trivia question For this one During my research One name Kept popping up As an actor That would have been Rumored to play Peter Parker Spider-Man In Cameron's version Of Spider-Man any guesses who that actor would be? Matt Damon. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Elijah Wood.
2: No. When are we talking? This is like late nineties. Uh, mid yeah. yeah, mid to late nineties. Okay, mid, yeah, probably more more mid nineties, I guess. Macaulay Culkin. No. Damn. Vin Diesel. It's gonna make sense when you hear the name.
1: I've heard it before. I just can't remember honestly what it is. Oh, I can't come up with anything. Matthew Broderick. No.
4: Andy Belenakis.
3: No. I can't think of anybody good enough. Like, uh, it's just, it's got, again, got to be like someone, either like a teenage actor or someone in their early enough 20s. Maybe they could play. Well, I mean, frick, they cast Toby Maguire to play 18 <laughs> at like 25. Um, No one around that era is coming to mind right now. I feel like Chris in the chat is just going to keep
2: guessing Vin Diesel for everything. <laughs> it, is, it is not Vin Diesel.
1: <laughs> Vanderbeek's actually a movie good movies. guess, but it is
2: not Vanderbeek. Oh, Jason Biggs. Jo- no. Ah. Uh, Joshua Jackson. No.
1: Or whatever his name was. No, it's not It's not a Dawson's Creek alumni.
2: Show. Oh, well, you said that. I just. No, it's just a name that hadn't occurred to me, but I was like, hey, you know what? I could see that. Justin Long. Paul Walker? No. no. Seth Green. No. All right. One more guess from everybody. Seth Rogen. No.
0: <laughs> He's sexually frustrated.
1: Brian O'Halloran. No. We just did Kevin Smith alum now.
5: <laughs>
2: that, yeah, that's... Josh, that was the anything? No. Nah. Andy? You got nothing. Uh, Chris, are you guessing Tommy Oliver? Is that, is that your guess? <laughs> like the actor or the character Oliver. of Tommy Oliver? <laughs> Okay, Jason David Frank. No, it is not Jason David <laughs> Frank. Uh, yes. All right, so around this time, Cameron does not that, make Spider Man. He goes on to make Titanic. DiCaprio. Uh, Leo. It was DiCaprio. Fuck. Was the name that kept coming up.
1: So a DiCaprio Spider Man that fucks everything in sight. <laughs> and this is not made by Quentin Tarantino. This is actually James Cameron.
2: Yeah. Again, I don't. Again, that script. I have no idea if that script would have fly. You had to think there had to be plenty of rewrites between that script and what came to the screen. I mean, he was a force though at that time. He could have gotten it made. Yeah, yeah it was true. Same, James true. Cameron could get away with a lot if he wanted to. But so this version of the movie, DiCaprio is Spider Man. James Cameron's fucking Fuck all Spider Man. <laughs> what? What do you think?
0: Yes.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of like because. Well, I mean, a version of this essentially exists, then, with, like, the Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, right? I mean, that was DiCaprio at that time, being a pompous-ass teenager, fucking everything he could, which happened to be Juliet, because that was it. To piss off his parents, and not understanding what was going on. I mean, it's essentially that movie with a spider suit.
3: uh, Yeah, and probably would
2: have came out before,
3: maybe.
1: Don't think too hard into it, Josh. (laughs)
3: I'm trying to draw too many parallels between the two, and I should (laughs) not. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah i we get mercutio
1: as venom that's all we Wait, need is to is this know. also it's... just like the basketball diaries but spider-man
3: oh yeah like like crash those two things together yeah. like that with the romeo and juliet that, that that's actually a pretty might be more good fun metaphor. if it was what's
1: eating gilbert grape but
3: uh um... <laughs> oh, that geez. doesn't fit the rest of the story uh as i was i mean as much Cancel as as care. much as it sounded like i definitely wanted to see a cameron produced x-men like just as much i don't really care for this
2: yeah the the names attached is like oh this would be amazing until you read the story again if this is legit the story treatment that's out there it's fucking weird fuck anything that moves
1: it would be great spider Spider spider-man banging mary jane spying on her multiple times right in spying on her being a weird creep and everything that that's just as on character as batman killing people yeah well, th- like, yeah, I just, See how like, they this met? Time. She, like, catches
2: them spying on her, and she's like, I'm into this too. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Eventually, me. she does say she loves him, so maybe she is into the voyeuristic stuff. Like, who knows? Cool, cool.
1: Yeah, the the, the Cameron
3: version of uh, Mary Jane. Yeah. I mean, I will say, like, this is why I kind of made the Brightburn analogy, because it if you were to write something that was more real-life grounded and in the world of reality as we know it, if somebody was given a, the uh, physical abilities to do what spider-man could do would a teenage boy quite possibly use it for some of those purposes oh the yeah there's absolutely yes absolutely but yes. would not it right <laughs> now what <laughs> i'm a grown man what the fuck like but the point was give me x-ray you know, vision as a grown
1: man do you know what the fuck i'm gonna do rob pen banks <laughs> yeah totally it's just gonna
3: be banks that i rob that's it just a lot a lot of that like it a lot, lot of a lot of vault clearing Andy, Uh, you're a little
2: quiet over there. Are you going to see this movie?
3: uh,
4: Probably not. It seems pretty creepy, actually. (laughs) Wow,
2: the voice of reason. (laughs) (laughs)
0: All
2: right, so what happened to this movie? In 1985, Marvel had sold the rights to Spider-Man to Canon Films. Their movie was rumored to be a campy horror film in which Peter Parker turns into a mutated spider monster and battles the lizard in the sewers of New York. Obviously, that has nothing to do with the character of Spider-Man, but Canon Films eventually went under, and so Carl Co. Pictures stepped in and secured the rights to Spider-Man at the urging of James Cameron. Before the production could get underway, Carl Co. was running out of money, and some of their films bombed at the box office. On top of that, the Spider-Man rights were so convoluted that Carco were tied up in an extensive legal battle between themselves, Viacom, and Columbia Pictures. So the film sat in development hell until all the legal stuff was figured out. So in 1996, it all came to a head. Carl and Marvel both declared bankruptcy. And at the time, the rights to Spider-Man reverted back to Marvel. But Marvel just as quickly sold the rights to Sony in order to climb out of bankruptcy. And the rest is history.
1: You know what? If it would have kept it away from Sony, then yes, yes, I would have wanted to see this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Just saying.
2: Uh, all right, so next one, which, again, is one that's it's more just kind of a rumor. There's not a lot of details for this one. Uh, in 1999, the rights to Iron Man had belonged to 20th Century Fox. In October of that year, the studio was trying to court a specific director and supposedly had an actor already lined up for Tony Stark. Any guesses who the director and actor are for Iron Man in 1999?
3: Uh, I know some of you know this. Yeah, the, the- Michael Bay. No, the the actor was Tom Cruise.
2: Actor was Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah, that that I, have I remember. Heard.
3: I have not heard the, the director, director. I have not.
1: Michael Bay was my guest just, cause explosion. <laughs> just. <laughs> because explosion. Guy Ritchie.
3: Explosion. Oh,
2: no, but it is another like art tour a movie director. I would
3: watch though,
2: uh, another what? It's like an art tour director, someone oh. that's known for doing their own stuff.
3: Tarantino. Yes. Oh.
2: Tarantino, Tom Cruise, Iron Man. Hmm. That was the rumor. That would have...
3: Okay. I, I, so how do you think I, of a Tarantino-directed
2: Tom Cruise starring Iron Man in 1999? That might not have been bad. It would have yeah. been different at the like very I, least. Uh, yeah.
1: Tarantino and Tom Cruise have never worked together as far as I can remember, have they? I don't believe so. I don't. As far as I know, yeah, I never, he, he hasn't appeared in any of the movies Tarantino uh-huh. has done. So I would actually be interested to see... Because Tarantino doesn't put up with like Tarantino demands a lot of his actors, and Tom Cruise kind of runs the show on his sets a lot of the time. There might supposedly might be a lot of headbutting
2: there. A, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that movie would get finished. <laughs> I don't know if that was is. before that might have been that was probably before like Tom Cruise was really head on into the producer part of it. Okay. Yeah. True. Because that like that would have been
1: shortly after what, MI two? It would have been right before. It would have been before three. Yeah, M no, I two was two thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So it would have been right in that zone. So yeah, he wasn't there. It was like around four that he really took the reins.
2: Yeah, some yeah, somewhere mid Mission Impossible so... franchise where he started producing everything too, yeah. Yeah, it would have been different. I don't I don't know if I would have liked it, but you know, having I mean, having what we compare to now, like, knowing that we have RDJ well, as Tony Stark and, and that kicked off the whole universe, it's hard to see something else besides and, that. And, and that's what Chris said
1: in chat, is, like, it, with Downey already there, it's tough, but I I still feel like Tom Cruise, if anybody else, could do it.
2: I'd I, I'd like I to see like, him try, for sure. I'd like to see what that attempt yeah. would look like.
4: So what studio if... would have put that out? It wouldn't have been Marvel Studios at that point. It Correct. Twentieth right? Century Fox, yeah. Okay. So they would have
2: had X Men also. So we could have had an interconnected universe with X Men and Iron Man back then.
1: Sean, you say if Downey stops, we write. You have seen Endgame, right? No spoilers. Uh,
2: yeah, I don't think Sean's <laughs> seen a lot of the MCU movies. We we got to get you f- fixed on that, Sean. I'm still working my oh, way through. Okay. Well. Oh no, spoilers then. Well, if he's in here, spoilers might be fair game. Watch yourself. <laughs> that That's your spoiler warning. If you haven't seen the MCU stuff, watch out. We may slip.
0: Oh, didn't I? Oh, I, I spoiled the fast movies for Josh, like, last time. Yeah,
1: but I, he hasn't already, already forgotten. Yeah. yeah. You know what? The he's going to forget story the whole movie Lenny after he watches it anyway, so it doesn't matter. didn't make any fucking sense anyways, okay? I don't what? think he's retained anything from the movies we've ar-
3: we've already watched, so I think it's fine. All right, for whatever reason something about these boom and crash that's what <laughs> something about and these coronas. popped in my head like a week or two ago and all not all but very strongly what immediately comes to mind about the first one is the character that i called mousy the whole time
2: yeah that Jesse. then gets yeah.
3: like wasted and, and then i'm like oh i didn't really care about him who why are they upset
1: I watched the first two of those movies a lot and after that I think I've seen them each well no 3 I've watched like two times. After that I think it's once each.
3: So well, point point being for me I it's not probably the strongest plot points and emotional high marks that the movie makers are hoping will stick with you have you know stayed connected to me. So don't worry about uh, a- a- any spoilers that have been shared recently. <laughs> well no you're getting to one where you'll you'll cry during it soon so <laughs> Because it's, like, only halfway over, and I can't believe that, or... Well, I, I think that scene that actually is happens probably around the halfway likely. point, Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean... All
2: right, Uh, spinning them back around. I want to get Ian in here. Ian, yeah. Tarantino and Tom Cruise for Tony Stark. What do you think? I, that's a great combo. I I would have liked to see more of, uh, with the current Iron Man
0: movies, more of Pepper Pot's feet. And we would have gotten that with uh, Tarantino. So I, I think this could have been a very excellent <laughs> 90s movie.
2: <laughs> I... I got nothing for that one. Andy, <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? I definitely think could, it could uh, have been interesting. Um,
4: I everyone. mean, Tarantino has, well, his own style. And I think it would be fun to see him shaping Tom Cruise into what he wanted. Because I feel like even though Tom Cruise is very like, things have to be his way. I think for a Tarantino movie, he would do what Tarantino wanted him to do.
2: You know what I mean? That's a fair point. Yeah.
1: I honestly think there's a reason the two haven't worked together, and it's because Tom Cruise has his reputation, Tarantino has his, and they don't look to each other professionally.
3: Which could be. Yeah, they, they might know it's not a good mix to do a project. Yeah, like
1: like, they, they both know, like, if I'm not in charge, I'm gonna be a pain in the ass, and...
2: Um, all right, so yeah. just like there's not a lot of uh, materials to what this movie was gonna be, not too much, not too many details or anything. There's not a lot that says why it didn't happen. Um, most of what I read just kind of said Tarantino was still a little gun shy to try to take on a film that he didn't that didn't involve characters he created. Uh, the only movie he had done up to that point with characters he didn't create was Jackie Brown, which was not very well received by critics. Uh, and also, it seemed like Fox was just desperately trying to push this movie into development while they still had the rights, which you know, sounds familiar for them. Uh, so the rumored script included a new origin story for Tony Stark, had him facing off against MODOK. Ultimately, Tarantino passed on the movie. Fox sold the Iron Man rights back to Marvel. And 2006, we got Iron Man. You know, you say
1: that, and I want to see it more, though, because I want to see Tarantino's take on MODOK.
2: Yeah, because that's something they haven't done. Like, no, they did. It. Wait. No, they no, did. They uh, no,
1: nobody's done MODOK.
2: Yeah. Who's the, who's the Zola? I'm, I was Zola. confused. Yeah, on they Zola. Yeah, they did Arnum Modok. Zola. They didn't. Yeah.
1: MODOK is much more like a mangled, mutated being than Zola is. Right. Zola is just like a techno, technological being. Yeah. Whereas I feel like Tarantino could have done some cool shit with MODOK. Like, that That would have been pretty
4: well, cool.
2: Well, maybe it exists in some alternate universe somewhere. Don't tease me, like that. <laughs> Find the gateway, Mike. Um, All right, so next one. Uh, Before uh, director Tim Story brought the Fantastic Four to the big screen in 2005, Mm -hmm. uh, other directors were in the running to direct Fantastic Four. What MCU director almost brought Fantastic Four to the big screen for Fox? Charles Whedon. No.
1: Kenneth Branagh.
3: No. Is it Favreau? No. I thought I heard that.
1: I'm Uh, out of directors. Well, we know it's not like Taika Waititi or
4: Probably
2: them not, we... or Andy. You got a guess? Uh, What's no, coming no. to mind currently?
1: Who directed the Old Incredible Hulk? Um, um,
2: I mean, I know the answer to that, but I don't. I don't want to tell you. <laughs> <it's>, um, uh, <laughs> so it is that answer. Okay. No, I, I will say it's not. Well, yeah, it's not. It's not that answer. Okay, so it's Louis Leter was yeah. the guy that did Incredible Hulk. So it's not him. Why didn't
1: you want to tell him?
3: Cuz I don't I just don't want to I want to let you guess wrong. <laughs> oh, well, I uh, right. I don't think James Gunn was being offered director jobs at that point. He was still no. writing and stuff. Nope.
2: Um He has so far Sh- directed Hussle brothers two movies weren't really a thing in the yet. MCU.
1: Two. James Gunn. No. Oh, well then then it's got to be uh what's his name? Fuck. Why am I blanking <laughs> on <laughs> his name?
2: Give me the movie. Ant-Man and, Ant-Man
1: and Ant-Man the Wasp. Yes. Why
2: am I blanking oh. on
1: that? Paulie Shore. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, you're looking it up.
4: Not fair. <laughs> no Googling, Josh. I <laughs> see you reach. We Googled it. We I saw see you I reach. saw
2: <laughs> I won't answer. Andy, last call. Uh, Edgar Wright? No. Well, that was the original uh, director of Ant-Man, th- but th- that's not yeah, who directed the supposed... movie. Why am I blanking and on this? and you name? probably haven't even watched those yet, right? I've seen Ant-Man. Okay but I don't, you don't remember who I didn't stick who, around really for who, the credits, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, last call. I can't remember his name. I don't know why. Like it's Peyton Reed. Um, Peyton Reed. Uh, fuck me. Peyton Reed was on tap to do fantastic four. So back in 2002, uh, the screenwriter for Peyton Reed's version of fantastic four was Doug Petrie, who wrote a few episodes of Buffy and angel around that time. Uh, more recently wrote some episodes of daredevil. For Netflix. Um, In an interview with MTV, Petrie described it as being like a hard day's night, but with superheroes. Uh, He also said that it's a little more of a family comedy. Peyton Reed confirmed this pitch while talking with Collider last year. Said it would have been set in the 60s. They would have skipped the origin story. The story would have just jumped in with the Fantastic Four at the height of their popularity. Being in the public eye, the Fantastic Four are the coolest superheroes in the city. Everyone loves them. But when they get home, they don't get along well behind closed doors. So Reed went on to say that Fox saw the film as more of a B-movie. Reed didn't agree to that, so he left the project.
0: Okay. So they could have just
2: lied to him and he would have made it? Possibly, <laughs> I guess, yeah. So while the movie never got as far to get into the casting phase, the writer, Petrie, listed who he would have liked to see cast in the film. Um, I'm just going to give them to you because I don't know if people... Well, I'll let you guess a couple. So. Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, and The Thing, and Doctor Doom. Those are those are the main players for this. So any guesses as to who would have been cast for some of these roles? In 2002.
1: 2002. Ben Affleck. No. Matt Damon. No. Brian O'Halloran. Wait, which, which, which company was this? Was this still Fox? I think
2: this was still Fox. Okay. Because I think Fox was shopping the idea around. They just couldn't get a director to nail it down. Right. right. Tom Cruise. Nope. Oh. Some of these names, I think, have been tossed around for previous roles. Andy Milonakis.
0: Correct guesses earlier. Andy Milonakis. No.
3: <laughs> Guess that for every role, and I love Stallone it. Stallone for Reed Richards.
0: No. Arnold Schwarzenegger.
2: Reed Richards is the one I don't think anybody's going to get, but the other ones might. Might Antonio have a Tim Daly Antonio Banderas. No. Jennifer Gary Anderson Oldman
3: for Sue Storm.
2: No. Make Ryan. No. Gwyneth Paltrow. No. No, Chris. I it is not it would... Vin Diesel.
1: <laughs> is it Vin Diesel though? Um. Michael Douglas.
0: No. Keanu Reeves.
2: No. Nick Cage. I like we're getting to that 30 seconds. You guys want any more guesses? Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> he was an actor. And that counts.
1: Kind of. Um I got nothing
3: of substance.
1: Yeah, nothing. James of Vanderbeek.
2: No. Uh. Alright, I'm going through them. Uh Reed Richards, this is the one I don't think anybody would have got. Alexis Denisoff. Who? The fuck is that? He's a Buffy and Angel alum. Nice. Okay. Makes sense. Oh, okay. So I
3: would have known that. Well, she would recognize the name. So, uh, so is David
2: Boreanaz in here? No, too? that's the that's oh. the only like alum from from the Whedonverse. Uh, Sue Storm, Charlize Theron, Ah, uh, Johnny Storm. I, I still like that. Paul Walker. Ah, uh, I don't. I like love that. that. Uh, the rumor was is voice Johnny of Ben Storm? Grimm. So I don't know if he'd do motion capture or, or costume Which or what. paint But John C. Riley for <laughs> Ben Grimm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow
0: let's make it now <laughs> and dr doom he wanted
3: jude law okay that's safe yeah that, that would have been, been, yeah. been like
1: yeah, jude law pretty much kills everything that he does early, so. and that would have
3: been like early enough jude law i think that he was like just kind of getting a lot of like a-list household recognition yeah he
1: wasn't Dumbledore yet yeah in other words like I it's... mean that was even a couple
3: years before What was it called close closer I think that he did with like Clive Owen and Julia Roberts and stuff so then was that still around like Alfie time
2: Alfie? I'm catching up on chat Amy I, I didn't like see Law it before really... but yes
3: you are right Jude Law good guess
2: and yes you are right Sandy Rivers Alexis Denisoff is Sandy Rivers and how I met your mother <laughs> oh holy shit i said shoot i win
1: sandy rivers as reed richards yes that's a hard <laughs> no for me
2: the the real easter egg too is sandy rivers is the the other that talks to loki in the avengers in full makeup that gives him the scepter at the beginning of Avengers. That is Alexis Denisov.
3: Thanos is mouthpiece. Wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. You mean the guy with like six fingers yep. and whatever?
2: Yep. That's him in full makeup?
1: Yep. Holy shit. That's impressive. Yeah, changing your mind, aren't you? That's some good voice acting for him because he sounds nothing like that.
2: I mean, I don't know if it's his voice, but that's him in the costume. Oh.
3: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what
2: they do post-production, but
3: it's probably his voice. Why would you cast that person, put him in unrecognizable makeup and not use his own voice? What would be yeah, a point fair, right. yeah,
2: fair point. Like, Could you imagine they did that with Darth Vader? <laughs> 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 he's got a point. What's funny is David Prowse still holds a grudge to that to this day. <laughs> like he's still pissed that they didn't use his English accent for Darth Vader. Well, think of how much more those royalty checks would be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest about this. The guy can go suck an egg because James Earl Jones has like one of the best voices ever recorded. I mean, you don't have anything. to sell us. You have to sell David Prowse on that. Like, oh, I know. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It's just like, just like, fuck off, dude. Like, you were you were Vader in the costume. That's cool, but come on. Are you seriously complaining <laughs> that they chose James Earl Jones's voice over yours? Yes. Like, like, that's, that's so much stuff. money. I, no, I, I get complaining about the money. You can't come out and say it's about the money, so you say it's about the voice. (laughs) No, 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 no. I understand why, like, I understand wanting more money. I'm not saying I don't understand that. What I'm saying is I don't understand, like, oh, they should have used my voice instead of James Earl Jones. No. No, they shouldn't have. Not in any fucking universe ever. Like, one of those things where someone says,
3: hey, you can always be yourself unless you can be (laughs) Batman, then be Batman. Yeah. If, if yeah. James Earl Jones is ever on the table, it's it's always James Earl Jones.
1: Yeah. Unless it's Morgan Freeman.
3: <laughs> Ooh, that's a good pick. If you, that's if you hard can pick. speak as Morgan Freeman or James Earl Jones, you can take your pick. All right, so I'm going to nominate a category for the next Rebel Double Jammers, which is, like, <laughs> best voice over actors, something, some kind of mashup like, like So not that. even the
2: characters they are, just the voice actors themselves?
1: Sort of, Yeah. <laughs> And, and Troy Baker wins because he just destroys
2: everybody? Oh, uh, probably. But You've got to make that case <laughs> in the arena, sir. <laughs> Alright, so back in 2002. Fair enough. Uh, this is, this is the dream casting for the writer for the would-be Fantastic Four. So what do you think of this cast for Peyton Reed's Fantastic Four?
3: The casting isn't all that bad since Peyton Reed had basically no feature experience other than bring it on up to that point i wouldn't have had a whole lot of confidence in that part of it but the casting seems kind of fun it doesn't seem like there's enough bdsm spider liquid in this one (laughs) 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 ian's checked out
2: there's there's no white spider liquid in this he's done hard pass
1: Uh, uh, other than sandy rivers's reed richards i'm actually kind of on board with it like john c Riley is the thing i'd like to see that just to see what happens because it's it is Peyton Reed. We are talking a comedy here, you know. So I get that part, but it and it, it's not Reed Richards is not enough comedy for me
2: that I want that guy to do it.
3: I mean, we're yeah, there. I think I don't
2: know. I think Denisov gets. I mean, if you if you've seen him in Buffy and Angel, I think he's a very good actor. That doesn't get a lot of opportunities to do stuff. So I think this would give him the stage to do something with it, and I actually would really like to see what he would have done with this.
1: I just feel like he's too comedy for me. Like
4: that—that's that, like, coming from too someone who has not watched actor. Buffy and
2: Angel. I think he plays some very deep, serious stuff in some of those shows. He is a—he is—he is a comedic relief for a while, but they change him enough where he gets some meaty stuff to do.
1: All right. I have not watched Angel. I watched Buffy, but... Yeah, Wesley I...
3: goes through some shit in Angel. Okay. I mean...
1: I'd have to watch it and make up my own either. mind.
3: Yeah, i say even though I was... I, I, if if there ever was, like, a Paul Walker bandwagon to get on, I never... Always is. Did. It's always open. <laughs> <laughs> um, Although I will say, I, I'm glad he made that movie 8 Below, because I don't care, like, if you're 20... Like, I think it was around the first time I saw it, or now I would ball like a little bitch seeing that movie. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, isn't it
1: really just White Fang all over again, though? Like, it's
3: kind of sort of, but it's uh, eh, whatever. It's, it's awesome watching dogs in movies in snow surviving together. It's <laughs> whatever. Yo, Kart, yeah, no, too bad.
1: Didn't know, didn't Cuba Gooding Jr. make one of those too? Yeah.
3: He did. Was that snow snow dogs? The dogs snow... talk. Was no, it that snow was dogs? Snow Day, wasn't it?
1: Probably both. No, 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 no. He made like a. He made like a. Not Snow Day was a different Cole thing. Runnings. Snow Dogs.
3: He made like a Cole... sled dog thing. He probably did. But.
1: And in the dog, but the dogs
3: talked. Yeah, <laughs> the dogs could talk. All right. There's there there was no human talking in the Paul Walker one, but it was it was still heart wrenching. Um, but at... humans didn't talk in the Paul Walker version. Died the, the goddamn dogs. <laughs> You said there's no human talking. The dogs were not human talking. Okay, moving on. The, Was there dialogue in this movie? The <laughs> the uh it's just Paul Walker in, looking longingly at the dog in 2002. You were a car. It would make sense to go the Paul Walker route for something like Johnny Storm. And that that makes yeah. sense. And that's actually I would say that's not probably that bad of casting.
2: Yeah, I mean, as, as, I mean if I could pick anybody to be in these roles, that's pretty good. Yeah, in some essence, like, I feel like Paul Walker
1: would play a better version of the dickhead that Johnny Storm is supposed to be than Chris Evans did. Chris Evans is just too likable, too charismatic all on his own. Whereas I feel like Paul Walker actually has, a, I hate to say it this way, but a bit more range to play somebody you don't
3: like. Okay. Who's, yeah. Does that make, he, he, like, he, he, he
1: can turn the heel and you can not like him. Whereas, like, not to spoil anything, but a recent movie featuring chris evans where he was that evil person i'm not going to name the movie you guys should know what i'm talking about yeah <laughs> um i don't want to spoil it i don't want to just openly spoil yeah. something but i he, he was the villain and you still liked him it didn't like he didn't come off as like the type of person where you're like ah you're just like that that darn chris evans he got us as opposed to <laughs> yeah is his, that is that you know, is that what we're like really <laughs>
3: That's what I was like. That's what I was like. like oh, ah, man, he, shucks! Yeah, and I but rocked back and, and forth in my wooden rocking chair on my porch. Dude, he's the bad <laughs> yeah. guy.
4: Good, Good job, he, yeah. guy. <laughs> Good Good job fella. Good job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't like. He just doesn't work as a like as somebody that can play a dick.
2: Whereas I feel like Paul Walker could play that role. I got you. Yeah, I'm I'm down with this cast. I think it would would have been cool. I mean, considering the, the 2005 Fantastic Four we got, which is, isn't is terrible, but it still would have been cool yeah. to compare it to that one. Wait, is that the first one? Yeah.
1: Yes.
4: Okay. Yeah, I didn't hate that movie.
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the second one, if not for the, like, the portrayal of Galactus in that second movie just completely destroys yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like. They were too afraid to do a huge man in space. Yeah. He became a cloud. I
4: didn't hate those yeah. movies, but they could have been better for sure. Exactly. Yeah. I
1: Like I felt like the Surfer was done well, Doom was yeah. done well. Oh yeah, I love like it, I
4: love the uh, Morpheus casting on the voice, so yeah. Not so much the
3: reboot Morpheus. part, but I'm actually anxious for those to Morpheus. hit the, the wheel of six in uh Rewind Theater. Uh i have been holding off seeing those again. I probably haven't seen them since they came out yeah. the first time, but sort of anxious to Try those ones. I mean, again. you can still
2: probably watch them tomorrow. We're not going to get to them for five <laughs> years. So,
3: yeah, you have no idea when it's going to I happen. know. But at this point, I feel like any of these things that, uh, like, are, unless it's like a, a, a typical staple that I might just throw on anyway and have for the last several years, I, I'm kind of viewing it like letting, like, an alcohol age. Like, hey, in three <laughs> years, like, this is, this is going to be that much sweeter. Fantastic <laughs> Four is really going to slap in 2023. Yeah.
5: <laughs>
2: Uh, all right, so we'll move on to the next one. Uh, we're going to start diving into some DC movies now. Uh, all right, 2002, Warner Brothers trying to figure out what to do with two of their biggest superheroes, Batman and Superman. Both characters have had their franchises stall out, and numerous ideas were being tossed around. So one of those ideas was a Batman versus Superman movie. It was said to be titled Batman versus Superman Asylum. was aimed to be released in 2004. Warner Brothers had the idea that they could make one movie to kickstart both characters' respective franchises. Uh, the first draft of this movie was written by Andrew Kevin Walker. I don't know if that name is familiar to anybody, but he wrote Seven. Oh, oh a great, okay. great
4: movie.
3: Okay. Uh,
2: the script was then given a rewrite, got a pass, by Akiva Goldman, who typically writes some superhero stuff. I think he might have done some, had some work in Transformers movies and stuff like that. Uh, before there was even a director attached to this movie. Uh, or sorry, even wait, what did I? Yeah, even before. No, I want you to guess the director. I wrote a that's a typo in my outline. So, <laughs> any idea who the director was that they were looking for for this movie in 2000, Zack Snyder. Two thousand two. Zack Snyder. It was not Zach Zack Snyder. Zack
0: Snyder.
1: It was Zack Snyder. It was always Zack Snyder. So, two thousand two. Two thousand
2: two. Director. Any hints? Uh. Anything. He directed. I could give you other stuff he directed. Okay, Kevin Smith uh, directed Air Force One. Oh shit! We just watched that. Directed the Neverending Story. Oh fuck me! I did not left know the same this person? project to make Troy.
3: Oh shit! Oh, is that um, Ang Lee? No,
2: <laughs> no, it's that's not coming to mind. Troy.
0: Zack Snyder. I'm still go- gonna Gore
1: Verbinski not who directed Troy. No. I don't know why that name came to mind.
4: No, ah, is Pirates of the Caribbean? Gore? Yes, I think, I think so,
1: yeah. so. Yeah.
2: Nothing? No.
1: Not off Tim those Carpenter. movies.
2: Wolfgang Peterson. Damn it. Ah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, that one. <laughs> I know the name. I know the name. Uh, Alright, so this movie would have had a few callbacks to the previous, like, Burton-era Batman movies and stuff like this, but it wasn't meant to build a cinematic universe like we know today. Uh, Some of the details I found for the second draft of the script uh, had Bruce stepping away from Batman for five years, after the deaths of Robin, Jim, Gordon, and Alfred. The Joker is presumed to be dead after falling to his death at the end of Burton's Batman. Bruce and Clark know each other, they're friends, Bruce is on the verge of marrying a woman named Elizabeth. Clark, for whatever reason, can't be with Lois as being Superman somehow gets in the way of that. Uh, The movie would have been made in a post-9-11 world, so it opened with Superman stopping some sort of terrorist attack. And as this angry mob was on the verge of killing the terrorist, Superman spared his life. That comes into play later. Uh, Later in the movie, Bruce gets married, Clark is his best man. Bruce and Elizabeth go on their honeymoon. As they're going on their honeymoon, she's killed by some sort of poison dart. Uh, this drives Bruce to don the cape and cow again, hunt down the person responsible for the death of his wife. Clark tries to talk Bruce down because he knows if Bruce kills somebody for, out of vengeance that he'll eventually never come back from it. Uh, eventually, Bruce finds out the person responsible for his wife's death is the Joker. <laughs> That's a twist. Oh, I yeah. didn't see that comment. Well, I thought it was going to be the terrorist. So this is where it gets really convoluted. So not only that, but the Joker is the same terrorist that Superman spared at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah! Yeah, now that
2: it connects, that works. This is why Batman and Superman want to fight, because Superman spared Joker's life. Uh, To make things even more, more convoluted, uh, the Joker was resurrected by Lex Luthor, and Bruce's wife Elizabeth was some sort of creation by the Joker to make the perfect woman for Bruce so he could eventually kill her and break Batman. That's the gist of the story. That's pretty This meaty. is the
0: greatest script ever written. Yeah, there's
2: a there's a lot happening in that third act of the movie. Uh, So the rumors for casting pointed to two actors for both roles. So Superman and Batman both had two names floating around. Both of them had two. Both of them had two. So any guesses the, I'm sorry, this who is what, they were like, looking 2000... at for
3: Superman and Batman? 2002 again? 2004?
2: 2004. I think, 2002. So? It was said to release in 2004. Okay. So they started working in 2002.
0: Tom Cruise,
2: not Tom Cruise.
0: Keanu Reeves. and Chris.
2: It's not Vin Diesel. You didn't even ask yet, but I know it's in there. I'm not. <laughs> it's uh, I. I'll, I'll go with uh, I'll go with
3: Batfleck again. And it was not ah. Matt Damon.
2: Uh, it is somebody that would have been Batman, or that will be Batman later. Christian Bale, like after this point, Christian Bale was one. All right. That he was rumored for Batman back in 2002. So even before Batman Begins, they were looking at him for Batman.
1: And so there was two for each or is this yeah, just so there's one? another
2: Batman and there's still two okay. Superman Johnny floating around what was that Johnny Depp no
1: for Superman two
2: thousand four uh one person we've already talked about is previous casting on another movie
3: Paul Walker no. Who actually got been cast in, a, in something?
2: It would have it been someone's dream casting for, oh, the, okay. for a role we talked about previously. John C. Riley, B- No. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Bob Hoskins. I just see him as Superman now. Like, yes. I kind of want that. Yeah. Someone give me that fan art. <laughs> you can see him flying in Super Mario, the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. That's right. Just give him a cape. Put the underwear on the outside. It's it's fine. It all it all works.
3: Uh Leo.
2: No. No. All right, one more time for everybody. Ian, you got a guess? Andy Bilonakis. No. Mike, damn it. Um guess for Batman? For any of them. Two Superman, one Batman.
1: Well, I was going to throw out one for each.
2: Okay. But... Come on. It's cheating. Well, no, I'm just not... give tra- me your names! <laughs> Come on!
1: Um, Sure. Clive Owen. No. Oh, that's a good guess. You I,
2: giving I me two other Sean's
1: guesses? Guess. I, I just threw out Sean's guess for you. Since oh, then no. I put it in chat. Uh, Liam Neeson. No. I got nothing. Andy. That's it. I, I got nothing. Brad
4: Pitt.
3: No. Uh... Josh, last call. Jude Law. Yes. Oh! For which one? Uh, as the other Batman. No. As Superman. <laughs> he was up for Superman. Huh. Huh.
2: All right. Uh, yeah, I can't see that. Yeah, I, I don't like that as Superman. Batman, okay, maybe. But not so. So the other Superman was Josh Hartnett. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> the other Batman, Colin Farrell. Ooh, I actually don't mind that. Yeah, okay.
3: Potentially, Okay.
2: So, given this sort of casting, you know, one or the other, I guess you could take your pick on how you want to spin it, but based on the the second draft of the script, what I read to you for the summary, with a combination of these guys in the roles, what do you think?
0: I mean, they clearly need a better director, but it would have been a kick-ass movie.
2: <laughs> you don't like that director?
0: I really think Zack Snyder should have directed this.
2: <laughs>
3: There's only one I, director. Even, even as working on Dawn, Dawn of Superman the Dead, movie. he should have been approached to obviously at that point. I, they they should have held it for him. Um, it, I I it really don't like the Jude them. Law. What's that, Andy?
4: They could have launched the characters, both of them.
2: Yeah, that's, that's for that's for true. which people.
4: It uh, any any, any of them or, or? yeah okay. It, I kind of feel like on... heart.
2: I don't know if I'd see Hartnett in a role. That's the one for me. That's like uh, it's hard to swallow. I, I agree, but if they do it... Well, like, I couldn't
4: see uh, s- Sparkle Vampire as Batman either, but <laughs> here we go, getting it full tilt, and it looks fucking good. So if they did fair. it right, I think that those actors are broad enough that they probably could have nailed whatever they were given.
3: Okay, fair.
2: If,
4: I, I If think they did su- it correctly.
3: Yeah, I, I. for me, the aesthetic of Superman is so difficult. To look for because I, th- I think a Bruce Wayne you can morph in your mind to look a couple of different ways. I know it's set so historically first by George reeve and then Christopher Reeves and then Brandon Ralph. Like everybody very specifically who has been cast as Superman looks a very certain way. Yes, in in their face structure, their bone structure, their hair color, their hairstyle, and I could be wrong. I don't know if any of the even like the TV iterations of Superman, like who were on the Berlantiverse now, or like, like Dean Kane didn't have, he at least had like dark, dark brown hair, if not black hair. Tom like, Wellington
4: as well. They all right. sort of look alike. So like you, that, that, yeah. and that,
3: that's why I sort of like went uh, to the Jude Law. Like, I don't, I don't think you could spin Jude Law to Superman to me as Clark Kent ever it'd be so hard to look at him that way. Cause you couldn't have him anything but dark hair. Like you could right. not have a sandy blonde Clark Kent. Hey,
2: it's
3: like, would they give him a wig? Do you think they give him a wig? I don't know if they go with the wig or they dye the hair, but like, and I don't know something about uh, even Josh Hartnett. Like, yeah, he has darker hair naturally, but there's, I I don't know. I think that's it's so it's tricky that, casting to try to find.
1: S- Superman has a very classic haircut, right? Let me let's be clear about this. And it's a bouffant. He has a very poofed out hair with a curl. He's got the front curl that's supposed to be there, which I don't think Cable ever did. But it's but it's it's a thing that part
3: of it I don't think so. Yeah.
1: No, but I'm saying like it's still he it, like his hair is very defined in the comics in the character in every instance that we see him it's a very specific thing yeah so jude law i don't think i've ever seen with hair longer than that short weird haircut he always has
3: right uh if you guys haven't seen the suggestion from the chat i'm gonna sideline that for a second um we we got a suggestion of john stamos for superman (laughs) which i did not see that I, i endorse i i yeah i i'm okay with that
1: I'm looking in the chat to see where John Stamos... Oh, Stamos, there it is, yeah.
2: <laughs> Who was that from? Chris. Good call, Chris. I support that decision.
1: Yeah, Stamos is Superman. I mean, I don't know about the early 2000s, but mid-90s, yeah. He could have been in the casting. Uh.
4: Ooh, Rob Zombie, short-list. Batman vs.
1: Superman. That'd
4: be
3: a crazy fucking motherfucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it is not on this list. That might be crazy enough, like all those ingredients put together, to to actually work and and be something interesting. Yeah.
2: Um. So I mean, compared to the 2016 Batman v Superman movie that we got, how does this script compare to that one? Which story would you like to see? I mean, we, you know, we have that one to compare to. The whole freaking third act falls apart with Martha and all that shit. But I
0: disagree. <laughs> But
2: There's this one, we have a Snyder superfan in the. Also, has some that. weird shit happen in the third act of the movie. So I don't really know which one I feel like is is quote unquote better.
1: As long as you chose the right director, I think
0: they both would be <laughs> masterpieces. Wait, did... especially the one that was released.
2: Did I miss? By the way, did you call Zach and tell him we were doing this tonight? I figured he might stop by.
0: He's busy. Um, they're, remember, they're doing reshoots. What about the other Zach? He's actually busy. We're working on Rock Opera number three.
5: <laughs> oh, okay.
3: Plus, they like their wow. anonymity. They might just be there in the chat under a name that we don't realize.
2: Fair point. Mm-hmm. Possible. Yeah. They w- they wouldn't tell me. They don't want to get me too nervous. <laughs> that,
1: wild, that Wild Snyder reunion, we're just not going to see it this time.
3: I uh, I don't. Uh, I, I think both stories, both the one we got and the one you like, the one the, the one you described for very different reasons, sounds so overpacked with story details yeah. and story occurrences. And like just multiple beats, like it just keeps changing and going. Like I, I don't know, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't just feel like a f- easy flow of a regular story. It, There's a just, lot of that like dun dun can, dun yeah, type of like, moment. and then like something else happens, that. and then it takes this left turn, and like right.
1: So I guess my issue with both scenarios is that as far as I'm, as far as I know, I missed a little bit about what you said there, Brian. But neither one involved Frank Miller in their storytelling. Right, so the man who told the story to begin with and has this all-time classic all-time great comic graphic novel, whatever you you know out there, neither one of them thought to consult him when they were going <laughs> to go and do this.: I
2: mean, just because the movie didn't get made doesn't mean they wouldn't like if it if it made its way there, they might have eventually made their way to well, Frank Miller. Uh,
1: a movie did make its way there and they didn't make their
2: way to Frank <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, the one we got.
1: I'm saying, so one did make its way there and didn't do it. The other one, I would presume, would be the same case. Right, okay. Case. Because if you were starting this, like, to me, like, point A should be Frank Miller talking with somebody about it. Kind of like we talked earlier with, like, Cl- Chris Claremont talking with James Cameron. Yeah. Like, that, to me, sounds like a great start for a movie. You're talking the greatest X-Men writer ever.
2: With Watch it, Ian. Don't, don't take the bait. <laughs>
0: Clearly not, but
1: we can...
3: Gas no, is getting point, lit. My point,
2: though. You, you, you're talking
1: about Frank Miller, who, who told the story to begin with, and is the reason that the story is popular is because of the way he told it. And none of them are going to him to see, like, how should we tell this story? And that's, to me, the biggest problem they had Yeah. in both
2: cases. Uh, all right. So what happened in this movie? So while Batman, Su- Batman vs. Superman Asylum was being worked on, there was a standalone Superman movie being pitched as well. Warner Brothers studio president Alan Horn, which is the same Alan Horn that is currently chairman of Walt Disney Studios, began thinking there was a better way to launch the heroes. It was It was better to launch the heroes separately not put them in together and then spin them off just do them separate Uh, he picked 10 people within the company gave them a script for Batman vs. Superman and gave them a script for the solo Superman movie and asked them to tell him which one they liked more more people picked the Superman movie over the Batman vs. Superman movie so BVS was put on hold they moved forward with Superman but funnily enough that Superman movie also never got made which is going to be the next one we talk about So, before we get to that one, there was a director uh, who was writing this one and I think was on tap to direct it also. So, in 2002, what director was trying to get a Superman movie made? Zack Snyder.
1: I know the answer to this, so I'm going to wait until others
2: have guessed. Okay. And no, it was not Zack Snyder. Michael Bay. No. No. Lots of explosions
1: in the Superman movie—that would be cool.
2: Andy, any guesses? Gore Verbinski. No. Actually, I actually think if this would have gotten made, it would have been his first direct, like director job big. as a as a yeah big movie. Yeah. His first directing gig, as it stands, happened in two thousand six. I don't know the year. I'm gonna check myself before I wreck
1: myself. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't. I couldn't tell you that about him. I know enough <laughs> about him, but I don't know that.
0: I also, yeah, Andy Milanakis. Let's just do it. Nope.
1: I would watch Damn Andy Milanakis directed movie. I don't care what it's about. I'll watch it.
2: Yes, 2006 director directorial debut. What movie was it? The guy that
0: directed the jackass movie. I didn't
2: tell you what movie. I just said two thousand six. I me tell you yeah. the movie? I'm, I was trying to That's fish for
3: information. <laughs> Jeff
2: Tremaine. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mission Impossible three.
3: Oh uh JJ.
2: It was JJ. Yep. Yes. So JJ Abrams made a pass at a Superman movie. Anybody know the subtitle for this movie? It had Man a subtitle. Steel. Was it like it I, was Another Day Will Dawn? And Mike's pretty damn close. He's almost fly got Fly-by? Fly-by, yes. Superman, fly-by. Ooh. That's oh terrible. Oh, God, that's horrible. So, <laughs> yeah, an alien not good. good. So this was the movie that put Batman versus Superman Asylum on hold. So the script uh, set up Superman as an heir to the throne of Krypton. And just like in J.J. Okay. fashion, there is some mysterious prophecy he must fulfill. So in the script, Krypton still exists. Yeah. although it's had a chunk of it blown off from some bomb planted by Superman's uncle and this is, we're gonna the names are gonna get all confusing katazor uh Krypton is slowly falling out of orbit on its path of destruction it, but it's something that's not intended to be seen in this movie so JJ makes a few specific notes that some things won't be answered until a sequel so again this is JJ's mystery box approach we're gonna set up some stuff but not do anything with it so he b- it, he basically just
1: took this approach to Star Wars then
2: yep Okay. Uh, and then, since Krypton isn't destroyed, Superman isn't sent to Earth to survive Krypton's destruction. He is sent to Earth to escape the wrath of his evil cousin Tyzor. So, a couple other bullet points: uh, the script has Clark as an under de- undeclared college student until he meets Lois Lane, and his career path has changed. Uh, his glasses aren't used as a disguise; they were speckled with lead in order to keep him to help keep his powers in check. Uh, Clark's awkward personality comes from growing up in a world that he's afraid he could destroy if he allows his emotions to overcome him. Uh, Jonathan Kent has a heart attack upon learning of the first time Clark debuts as Superman. Uh, we got some stuff on Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor is characterized as the disheveled crackpot and UFO enthusiast who stumbles upon a Kryptonian pod with a dying Kryptonian inside. Uh, there's mention of some sort of Kryptonian mind meld that leaves Lex bald, but also enlightened, and allows him to become the billionaire of LexCorp and eventually run for president. That uh, all makes sense. Why Lex not? tries to get Superman to join his plans for conquest. Superman refuses. Lex activates the some sort of beacon that he got from the Kryptonian pod to lure Superman's cousin, Tyzor, to Earth uh, since they've been searching for the heir to the throne since Superman left Krypton. The climax of the movie features Tyzor arriving on Earth with a Kryptonian mech, And the battle takes place in downtown Metropolis. Hell yeah.
5: Hell fucking yeah.
2: (laughs) Just as with the script for Superman Lives, Warner Brothers wanted to use some elements of their most popular Superman comic, The Death of Superman, into the story. So at some point, Superman dies, comes back to life in the third act. After that, Superman wins. The script ends with him uh, using his own Kryptonian pod, presumably the one that he came to Earth with as a child. Uh, uses that to fly off to Krypton to produce, pursue his destiny, and that would have set up the second movie of a proposed trilogy.
0: So first question, why does anyone care about being the heir to the
2: throne of a dying planet I that's slowly falling out of those orbit? Those questions are never answered. <laughs> Family and with J.J., they pride. probably won't be. Is right, so like, would that is that even
0: something like he was hiding? It's like, like would anyone actually even give a shit? Like, yeah, the planet's dying.
1: Like, <laughs> unless it's like his death probably planet or something. Evacuation.
2: I don't know. I don't know how they like, was he just going to add a it. bunch of mass back to it? I, like, wasn't
1: the evacuation thing that Josh said? What wasn't that just like basically the Kryptonian part of Man of Steel? Like that was the entire, like the part that they're on Krypton. It's all about the evacuation,
3: which I really And here they should
1: be evacuating. <laughs> And they're not evacuating. Yeah, they're trying to save the planet somehow,
3: or or at least or at save least their it's not to the point where
2: they need to find somewhere else to go yet. I don't I don't know. That's still society. a society.
3: Uh,
2: I
0: guess so. They got to finish the civil war first before they
2: can do that. <laughs>
3: Possibly <laughs> to see who who um, will reign over the planet that's missing twenty five percent of its mass.
2: Yeah. Uh, so there were two directors that were attached to this movie at one point or another like actually signed on to work on this film. Can you name either director? Zack right. Snyder. So so JJ no. Abrams was not one of them? Uh, so I, okay, so I had it wrong. I guess he's just writing. So maybe he did not direct this. So I'm sorry. Okay. Oh, I should okay. have I should have read further down my outline. So yeah, two different two different directors. JJ was not directing. I'm sorry. My bad.
1: Kevin Smith. I mean, no. I would just be guessing because all I knew was JJ Abrams was tied to it. you're right. Um, no. We wish, Guy Richie. Um, no. Wolfgang Haverson <laughs> No.
2: Roland Emmerich. No. Oh, Spielberg. Cool. Uh, no. Um. So as as when I was trying to go through their IMDb's, I found out oh, that both of that them you. directed a bunch of music videos. So <laughs> the Diesel. No. <laughs> Diesel. He has a music video now. I mean, they have. have they a do have. They do have actual actual movies so. under their belt at oh, this time, nice. but they started off yeah. with music videos. So one director started off directing videos for Sublime, Smash Mouth, Corn, and Cypress Hill. Oh hell yeah! The other one started box. off directing a slew of Mariah Carey music videos. <laughs> so <laughs> so he directed direct This is
3: I was almost going to guess
1: Samuel.
3: I was almost going to guess. Sorry, Samuel what Bear. Todd McFarlane?
1: No. Well, he'd have ties to him for corn,
3: Right, but not direct.
2: Unless it was just different songs, maybe.
1: Well, no, I mean, yeah, he, like he'd have like a connection of some sort. Is what I'm saying.
2: Hmm.
1: Who directed Spawn?
2: No, yeah, it's not. I don't think it's it's not the director of Spawn.
1: Oh fuck! I, I should know
0: that name. Um... I talked a lot about it. All right, we'll try again. Notes.
2: So, first director at this time, is coming off of Charlie's Angels. Full Throttle or the first one? I think he did them both. Didn't he? I don't know either. Definitely, it's at least the first one. Did you ask a question where the answer wouldn't help you? (laughs) Yeah, I did. I just, I knew there was a Charlie's Angels Full Throttle that existed. I've never watched either movie. Second director, at this time, is coming off of Money Talks, Rush Hour, and Rush Hour 2. Ratner. Yes.
1: I'm going to say Jackie Ratner's Jackie.
2: the Mariah Carey enthusiast.
1: Joseph Kahn. I don't know who that is, but that's Chris. Guess that in chat.
2: Oh, sorry, no, Chris, you are you are incorrect. <laughs> and no, it's not Jay Z. Jay Z, or is it? <laughs> no, no more guesses for the other director. Uh, wait, Mick wait. G.
0: So it could have been Jay Z. I'm just saying, yeah. like that's close.
2: He's, he also directed Terminator Salvation. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, God. Yeah.
2: Uh, so Mick G was the first one set to direct. He backed out. Ratner, ca- Ratner came on board, and then Ratner left, and Mick G came back.
0: So, quick question Is his last name just the letter G, or is it G E E? G.
2: The letter G. Yeah. Mick this guy fucks. Never mind. I'm back in. <laughs> uh, so, the casting for this seemed to be all over the place, so I won't really ask you who you thought might have been up for all the roles um i'm just gonna ask uh maybe a few about superman so but some of the other roles they had uh robert downer jr was supposedly locked in for lex Luthor. he probably would uh, have your old child LaBeouf was supposed to be jimmy olsen i could see okay. that sure yeah uh scarlett johansson and selma blair were both rumored for lois lane
1: sure uh, selma blair were... yes
2: there were a ton of names for people testing for Superman.
1: Um, A ton, ton, I'm sure.
2: So, yeah, I guess I could, some of these names we talked about, so no, you know what? Okay. I'll, I'll narrow it down to two. So people testing for Superman, Jason beer, who I'm not really sure who that is. B E H R, uh, Michael Cassidy, supernaturals, Jared Padalecki, Ashton Kutcher, of course. Uh, Brett Ratner, when he was attached, he was looking at Matt Bomer. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. Sure. I can see Matt Bomer. And those are the director's picks. So Warner Brothers executives were rumored to have been pushing for two people for Superman. One an actor and one a pop star. Any guesses? What to year who was this again? People are? This was like
1: early 2000s.
2: This would have been... Where did I see? Uh, oh, oh, yeah, probably 2000, 2002-ish, 2003. Ricky Justin Martin. Timberlake. Sorry, what was it? Timberlake. You're correct. What? Oh yeah. Executives Timberlake. Justin Timberlake for Superman, along with someone we also just talked about. Vin Diesel. <laughs> no. <laughs> Paul Walker. No. Andy Millenox. Actually, this might even be a carryover from the previous topic, from the previous movie.
3: Oh, we've said so don't many names. What, what were the sure two names more. that we said for Superman? Jude, Jude Law? And Hartnett. Oh, fuck. Yes.
2: Oh, wow. Executives were still pushing for Hartnett and Justin Timberlake. Oh, yeah. So what you're telling um, me is we may eventually
4: get the Sparkle Vampire and a Josh Hartnett Batman
1: versus Superman?
2: I mean, we could have. If there's a Justin we're I mean, going I, could, to, wait, wait, we, we I was going to say Timberlake and Pattinson. I mean, I'm a Timberlake fanboy, so I would see this shit, so I don't even oh, care. Yeah. I know you guys don't want it, but I I would eat this up. This is probably
0: why it's on the list, because Timberlake was attached. I had to do it, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it
2: in there. <laughs> um, all right, so I do have one other picture, because there was one other person that tested for Superman. So there was some sort of greening footage. this was an footage. official test? Supposedly. it's It's got a timestamp on it from Warner Brothers, if you believe that kind of shit on the Please internet. Please be Hayden Christensen. Please be Hayden Christensen. So this would be from... 2004 uh, picture. So, check the check the Twitch stream if you don't have it up. If it's Bob Hoskins, I'm going to laugh. As well. <laughs> I hope God,
0: yes.
4: Is that
2: Henry Cavill? Yes. Holy In shit. 2004. Tested for Superman. Huh. He looked the part then, just like he does now. Yeah. Wearing what looks to be the Nick Cage suit.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. kind of very shiny. Well, he already
0: got the suit.
3: So was he... They have the same build. Oh, look, was he on the Tudors by that point?
2: <laughs> See, I don't know <laughs> a lot of, of uh, Cavill's resume.
3: No, this is three years before that. I mean, it looks, it looks like he had a couple things, like, but really not He many.
1: looks like a baby.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, baby Cavill's 16 years
1: ago, Cavill.
4: The Holy earliest God. thing I can remember Cavill in was the Count of Monte Cristo.
1: Oh wow! It's about I the didn't
4: same time, was isn't that. it? Yeah, he he plays um uh, the son of Jim Cavie- like Jim Caviezel is the kind of Monte Cristo. He plays the son of yeah the guy that takes his life or whatever.
3: Wow, yeah, I think the earliest I can go back if I try if I remember is Stardust because he plays like the douchebag wannabe suitor. Does he? I, think. I don't yeah. think he's in Stardust. I'm looking at it right now. He is. Oh fuck! <laughs> Touche, <really>? Andy. Touche. <laughs> um, I just yeah, saw I mean, Stardust. Th- fuck. He has this Was like really like sandy blonde esque hair and this. And he's a mustache. in the movie. He's in the movie for all of like a minute and a half. Yeah, it's not that long. Okay, I um, love that so movie. Somebody
1: brought up cable
3: and mustache. Yeah, so it's oh, like it's yeah right. Yeah, so it's definitely forgivable to to rem- remember that, but um yeah it's surprising that around that time someone still saw him in that way yeah so I thought that was a little fun hmm.
2: uh, alright so what do you out of the casting for all this crap it, I guess you could pick really any one of these possible people for Superman if you wanted but most of the other casts seem to be for the most part locked in uh, and based on that story that I tried to give you what do you think of J.J. Abrams Superman? Shit <laughs>
4: <laughs> agreed I, yeah I don't it's was was Abrams the one that did Cloverfield?
3: He helped produce. Produced. Um, shit, who was it that? Because I don't. It wasn't. No, it was Matt Reeves directed. Yeah, he did the first that, Cloverfield. Um, yeah, I but, would say maybe Abrams. But it was a bad. And... It was a bad robot production, right? I believe so. Yeah, It was definitely a producer.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't. I know a lot of people liked the first Cloverfield movie, but I don't know. I didn't really care. You tread I... carefully, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't care for it. it like the whole shaky cam like filmed on a phone shit didn't so care for it, but.
1: Th- that one I go a lot of different ways on where like I like some parts of it a lot and other parts I don't
4: but what, like it, Cloverfield
1: it, yeah
3: um, it's like, his best movie it's a favorite of mine Matt Reeves or J.J. Abrams
2: mm-hmm. Abrams all right, so Ian, what do you think of the
0: J.J. The Abrams Superman? Oh, it sounds fucking cool as shit, and I want to see it. I mean, we just got to get a better director in there, but still, it sounds amazing.
2: I thought you were all on board with Mick G.
1: But Zack Snyder is the greatest director of all time, <laughs> and any time you can put him into he, the directing
0: chair, you got to do it. He's
1: all on board with a Snyder-directed, Abrams-produced, Cable Superman movie.
0: And Mick G's just hanging out on set. <laughs> he, he's the hype man.
3: Technical advisor. Yeah, Uh, but
0: when they do the music video for the movie, (laughs) the big soundtrack song, uh,
3: based solely on description, Ian, how many, uh, explosions do you think you would rate the movie at this (laughs) point?
0: Well, the one key thing is, and this this really determines the rating, is whether or not we see that Krypton
3: explosion happen to blow it up. (laughs) If we do, it's a perfect ten out of ten. Does that have to be part of like prologue? Because it sounds like we're picking up the story. As long as it appears in
1: the film, I don't care when.
0: Forget me at the end credits.
1: Like I don't care. (laughs) You literally have to have at least ten explosions to get a ten out of ten explosion. Not if one's really good and destroys a quarter of a planet. <laughs> right, yeah, quarter of a planet explosion's got to count for, like, five explosions, right?
2: It's a lot of explosions. Yeah, so. Alright, so, ultimately, uh, the movie would have cost too much to make. Warner Bros. was still trying to push something out for the character. Eventually, we ended up with Brian Singer's Superman Returns. Uh, but I also find it funny that Ratner gets attached to Superman, leaves the project. Brian Singer comes in to pick up Superman, and then Ratner goes to pick up Singer's X-Men 3. Yeah. So there's a lot of director shuffling going on at this point.
1: There's much bad stuff you can say about that Superman Returns movie. I actually kind of liked Brandon Ruth as
2: Superman.
4: No,
1: I. Oh, yes, yeah, he I is not the problem with it. that movie. No, yeah, definitely not.
2: There's a lot of problems with that movie, but I feel like he's not the problem. No, not at all. <laughs> Hey, all right, it's it's me, Brent's Brian. One more time. Uh, I don't have any good transition here, but I didn't want to just cut to the music abruptly at the end of part one. So this is just another reminder there was more to this episode. I will get a part two up hopefully sooner rather than later. In the meantime, feel free to check out my Twitch channel, Jedi Bry Guy, for the entire episode. Uh, check the socials, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, search Bry and Super Friends. We're we're there um, in the feeds for those social sites. I do have the link for the for the Twitch stream also so you can come back and and check it out there if you want so you know that's it for for part one uh on behalf of andy josh ian mike and myself uh we will talk to you in part two number two number two
1: number two